Uh, another week. Another talking dirty. Gobble. No, we're done with that. You got to do ho-hos. Ho-ho-ho-ho. We're, we're getting to that time of year. Um, ho-ho-ho. This week we have for you in the NBA, your usual power rankings player of the weeks, deep three. Over in the NFL, we got the week 12 recap, injuries, headlines, playoff picture returns, other segments, as well as our week 13 pickums. Then we take it over to pop culture where we break down a lot of new trailers that dropped and we review the holiday special for Guardians of the Galaxy and wrapping it all up with Jams of the Week with that Ryan having a word from our sponsors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kent's Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577, 412-784-1577. Um, call them today if you need a paint job, um, uh, a deck staining, they do that. Um Ice cream paint job. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream paint job. Yeah, that means let's get into it. Yeah. All right, and before we get into it, Guy, how you doing? Um, doing all right, man. Uh, so Spotify rap came out. Mm, yeah, I was gonna start just by saying what's your top five, but um, but we'll jump right into it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I I hate how they do it in December, like the first of December. I kind of wish they did it like closer to the holidays, December thirtieth. Or 31st. That. Yeah. Like yeah. the literally the last day of 2022. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, my dad's doing that. I asked him last night what his rap looked like. And he goes, oh, I saw it there. I'm just going to wait until, until like New Year's Day to do it. Which makes sense. So I got top artist Drake, Taylor Swift, Mac Miller, Post Malone, Kanye West. One more time. Ba- basic slower. bitch. What is it? Uh, Drake, Taylor Swift, Mac Miller, Post Malone, Kanye West. Nice. Nice. Yeah. My songs are skewed just because I was DJing my buddy's wedding and all I was listening to was his wedding playlist for about like three months. Yeah. That's so, like shout. Yeah, like I want you back at number two and levitating by Dua Lipa and the baby at three. What's number one? Um, music for a sushi restaurant. That's also from his wedding playlist. Uh, but I also fuck with that song too. That song's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with all those songs, but not oh, as yeah. much because, yeah. Do we leap in the baby? Mm-hmm. Um, mine I have pulled up. My top artists are in order: one, Mac Miller; two, Taylor Swift; three, Kanye West; four, Billy Joel; five, Wiz. Okay. Um, four of those five are on every single year, and uh, Billy Joel's the only one's really not. Um, which I love Billy Joel, and my songs are number one, Vienna by Billy Joel. <laughs> I listened to fuck out of that all, all summer. Um, number two, Nail Tech by Jack Harlow. Okay. Number three is three two one by twenty four K Golden. Okay, yeah. It's not some stories. Okay, I got no, you. Yeah, yeah. Mine and 
Uh, number four is In the Clouds by OAR. Uh, that is a song. OAR is a bigger mm. band, but it's a new song they just dropped this year. And the only reason I watched it, listened to it, is because uh, Fights from Barstool is the, is the music video star. <laughs> and so like, I was like, oh, the, I, I, I watched a video because of he's in it. Yeah. And I listened to the song because I was song. watching the video and I was like, oh my God, this song slaps. Right. So I'm a big OAR guy. And then my last one is uh, Hot Tub by Young Gravy. <laughs> I got a whole lot of ass in the hot tub. That's a banger of a song. Um, yeah, I, I love Spotify Draft. Yeah, I I always try to like skew my skew my stats though. Like at some point in the year, I think like early in the year, I'm like I can't have like this. It's so high, and then I try, and then it just fixes itself anyways. Like September, I was very worried. Uh, I had I played the Corn Kid song so many times my, on my California trip just to troll Chelsea. Uh, it is gonna be at number one. And I was afraid it's gonna be top five. <laughs> I mean, I like I, I I thought it was just funny at first. Like I liked the song. Yeah, but yeah. But then after a certain point, Chelsea ate them. I'd like take over the Aux for like the two weeks we were together. I just kept playing Corn Kid. <laughs> so I was very worried about that one. But everything else is normal. But uh, how you how you doing though? Good. Yeah. Uh, busy. Going to a concert tomorrow night. A little local Pittsburgh bands. Okay. Uh, it's Moot Stalter, Himalayan Himalayan Stalts. Yeah. Uh, his birthday was on Tuesday. Uh, okay. So we uh, he wanted to do something this for Friday, and I just said, "Yeah, sure, I'll do something." And it <clears throat> he and he just picked this one band that's very local, and there's like a concert from eight to midnight. And okay. he said, like, do you want to go to this? I'm like, yeah, sure. So it's just me, him, and one other of our friend goes because everyone else is not going. Yeah. But I do know the band. The one There's three bands. We're going because the one band uh, is friends with Murderboat. When Murderboat is a thing. Oh, and yeah. The third friend is Toby from Murderboat, the okay. drummer. And they're just friends because they like had like the same producer or something at a time. Mm-hmm. So we heard them play before. And there's actually one really good song by them that I like a lot. That's on my actual Spotify playlist. Gotcha. So we're going to see them. It's going to be fun, though. Tickets are only twelve bucks. Yeah, like those local concerts are yeah, nice because like they're not that expensive to get into. Sometimes murder would be like twenty bucks, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, you're, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm breaking the bank here. Just to support my friends. You're gonna reimburse me? You're killing me. Yeah, like I, I'm coming to support you guys. You're, you're hitting me upside down with my ankles and shaking me for every penny <laughs> I got. Um, yeah, twelve bucks is a nice one, and you can order them online. That's great too. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. But all right, how about you? Are you you good besides Spotify rap? Um, yeah, doing all right. Just hanging in there, chilling like a villain. Um, real quick, uh, my friend, this is a live reaction to my friends asking me a fantasy trade advice. Okay, what do we got? He's, we've been going back and forth all week, and he says he really needs a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's gonna give up Jeff Wilson. Okay, and he's getting back and returning Lamar Jackson and Kareem Hunt. I would say yes. Yeah, I'd say yes as well. I I mean, what's his other running backs like? Do you know his team? Austin Eckler. Oh, yeah, do it. Let's see here. I think this is his team, yeah. So his team is Eckler, Wilson. Then his receivers are Tyreek Hill, Campbell, uh, Komet, Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams. Oof. Uh, this, his bench is really bad. Slayton, Benjamin. He's a receiver. Yeah, well, so the trades earlier in the week I kept telling him not to do was like had him like Tyree Kill involved. I'm like, dude, you can't afford to get rid of Eckler or Hill. Yeah, those are two people he's trying to trade earlier. Um, 
But like Kareem Hunt could have some huge upside with Deshaun Watson coming back. Yeah, he could be so like too. revitalized almost. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell him, yeah. One second, you have to stall while I text him back. So he, in case it's a time sensitive <laughs> thing. Because I mean, uh, kicking it with Kareem, uh, his morning talk show. Um, I just think he's going to be doing well with Deshaun Watson because I feel like they have a lot of things they can relate about, and uh, you know they can kind of have some witty banter between each other because they're kind of you know both assaulters in a way they very much are one sexual <laughs> one's physical um but more on physical assault later um no but uh i just replied with the palpatine do it do it do it so hopefully he does that um but all right so enough for the banter yeah enough of the banter nothing for the banter okay so Couple things, miscellaneous sports, miscellaneous sports, miscellaneous sports. One, uh, prayers up for Crystal Tang. Yeah, he had a stroke. Uh, this is his second stroke in the last eight some years. I think he had one in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. He has a condition is where there's a hole in his heart essentially, and strokes are highly likely, but Damn. they aren't as like debilitating. That's good. Like he came back from the last one, like yeah, after like a month and started playing again. So, and that that's what it seems like. All the reports on this, that's what it seems like. It's going to be a just get better soon type deal. Mm. Like, he'll be mm. back. Okay. Um, but, yeah, prayers up for him. How are the pens holding up? We're in. We're, we're middle of the road right now. Middle of the road. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see here. I, I wish I wish Dave would post his power rankings. I don't know how my bet's looking with Himalayan Stultz. Um, I can't remember who he picked. It's one of those things. I he just he does. We do do a moot tracker okay. every time. Uh, Puck and dirty on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um. Every time he's on. Okay. We we, we check up on the uh, on your bet. Uh, okay. But it's good somebody is because I'm essentially just betting on Himalayan Stultz being wrong. That's yeah. that's just my mindset. Oh yeah, you you, you don't know <laughs> anything about hockey. You just go for I, it. I know nothing about hockey, and I know nothing about like I don't I don't even have the care to like watch it to like see if my bets are hitting. Yeah, like I'm just like we'll just see how it goes. Um, <laughs> yeah, you you just have to kind of just hope by by the end of the year, it's you're you're good. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm I'm pulling up the puck and dirty. Po- okay, so he has the Penguins. He does the power rankings by. Category like yeah. ranker, and he has us in the second category. Playoff, okay, playoff teams. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, he has uh, elite playoff, fringe bad. Then he has, uh, but Bedard, which is like they're like the first overall pick this year. Okay, so he has like the sweepstakes for that pick. But yeah, the Pens are definitely not doing that bad. Oh, all time bad beat. They're hanging which, in there. Which this is an all time bad beat, like betting beat for me, and it kind of goes off of what the next miscellaneous sports topic is going to be. Mm-hmm. Was but I won, so I had twenty one dollars in my account. I won big on Sunday, like I betting on the Steelers mm-hmm. uh, on Monday. I mean, so I had like twenty one bucks in my account. I put it all on the U.S. to beat Iran. Wow! And so I doubled that because it's yeah. plus one hundred. So I got four. I had forty two dollars on it. <laughs> And I said, I'm going to put this all on the Steelers on Sunday versus Falcons. But then I was like, you know what? I put it all on uh, the Pens to beat the Hurricanes on Tuesday instead. Because uh, I was watching it at Stalt's house. Mm. And 
we were down 2-1 for almost the entire third period. Yeah. We scored with less than a minute to tie and force overtime. Yeah. So I was like all down on my bet. It's going to miss. I just lost 40 bucks or whatever. Uh, and then we ended up going to overtime. And during overtime, they got away with a cheap shot that literally made all of our guys stop and like try to fight people. So they just had a breakaway and scored the game-winning goal in overtime. Damn. It was like as a shift was happening yeah. in overtime, some dude came up and just smacked one of our guys in the back of like the head. Yeah. And, then and he went down. Then everyone like, making the transition oh, stopped and put their arms around the refs. And meanwhile, their team just decided That's not to bad shift. Look. Yeah. They, had, they had a 2 on 0 Oh. And that's how they won. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Me? Yeah, that's a bad look. That's that's awful. Ugh. Um, but yeah, Cause, but second miscellaneous sports World Cup, suck World Cup. Um, since the last recording, we had the greatest tie in American history, and then we just beat on Iran again. Okay, Did you I, see? I, I don't watch any of soccer. Oh, I just know the U.S. won. Yeah, so. We made it out of our group. We're in the knockout. This is the first time we're in the knockout in like since 2010. Okay. Um, and we, our group was us, England, Wales, and Iran. Mm-hmm. And we tied Wales, tied England, beat Iran. And so we're the only ones out, uh, I think, a loss. And the England didn't have a loss either. They had one win, two ties or something like that, or two okay. wins and a tie. Um, but we basically needed just to tie or, or win against England to like have a chance. And we tied zero zero, but it was the most electric zero zero thing ever. <laughs> then the entire time after, the entire internet was just tweeting at British people, going like, "You you yeah. blokes tied us, fuck you." <laughs> it was getting pretty toxic. Like oh, I, I yeah. thought a revolutionary war was just going to happen again. Would you do what they're tweeting? There's a bunch of people, British people making like nine eleven <laughs> jokes. Yeah. One guy posted a video of the tower getting hit on that meme jumbotron at the bar where everyone's going crazy. You know what? what I mean? Yeah, like oh, where, they, where everyone's fucked. like, what, something's on the screen. That's someone. Fucked. Someone put the you video of the that. second tower hitting on that. Oh, you can't do that, dude. That's so fucked that's up. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. I mean, all the other American jokes were like, "Ha ha, your teeth are bad," and all the British <laughs> jokes back were like, "You guys have school shootings in 9-11. Jeez. Like, oh, all right. I told my dad that he goes, "You should start tweeting." British people uh, videos of their London game bombed in World War Two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like if you're gonna, if they're gonna do it to us. We'll do it back to them. Yeah, but that's how World War Three starts, though. Oh yeah, that's how totally. it, it all started with talking dirty, posting memes at Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Some the London game bombed. Um, but yeah, other than that, World Cup we have on Saturday. Okay, who are we playing? Uh, Netherlands. Okay, they're pretty good. Uh, really? We're probably not gonna win. Mm-hmm. We so this is the only time I care about soccer is during the World Cup. So I've definitely been doing a lot of research and listening to things about it. A lot of people are saying that this is we're ahead of schedule here. We are our our captain uh, T- Tyler Adams is like TA. <laughs> they literally his name's Tyler Adams. Um, he's our oh, captain. He's like tw- I don't think he's, I think he's twenty three. Yeah. So he's super young. Christian Pulisic, the kid from PA who's our best player, who had the game-winning goal against Iran, um, he's, like, 22. So, like, all of our good players are, like, the young under 24, and almost all of them play on, like, a European League team, which is like, the first time in U.S. Uh, international uh, team, like, history that our entire starting lineup like plays for like an actual like european club okay so that, that's a good sign yeah so a lot of people were saying that this year we were going to do good but not 
do win or anything or not giving us any chances. Mm-hmm. But next World Cup, we are going to be like a serious contender. And the next World Cup is here in the U.S. So it's like kind of like all lining up. Like, dude, this all is right. sick. It could be cool, yeah. Yeah. But go USA. USA. Yeah, I uh, I just wanted to talk about the World Cup a little bit because my the promo I have for the uh, pod this week is Papa Nichols from Drake and Josh running around going, USA, USA. Okay. So yeah. I just want to talk about it. Gotcha. All right, then the last miscellaneous sport before we headed over to NBA is uh, college football. So the penultimate college football playoff rankings have been released. It This should be the final four. like, and Yeah, most this, likely. So this weekend is championship weekend. So not all the teams in the, the top ten are going to have games. Actually, pretty much only the top four are going to have games. Okay. Um, and as <clears> long <throat> as all these teams don't lose in the championship weekend, then they're set. And they're all favored, so they shouldn't lose. Yeah, they're um, all like pretty easy, I think, right? Yeah, so right now our, I'll pull up the – Games to tell you who they're playing. Um, top twenty-five. So from the SEC, we have Georgia, number one. They're twelve and zero. Obviously, they're the best team in college football. Number two is Michigan. Michigan stomped Ohio State on Saturday. Stomped yeah, them. it was very close the entire first half, and then the second. It was half disgusting. Came out and they just stomped them. Yeah, it was fantastic. I think the final was forty-five to twenty-three. It's insane. It, it is so funny. I was, I was trolling Himalayan stalls. Um, <laughs> number three is TCU. They're twelve and zero. They didn't. They won the important games they needed to. Um, and then number four, new face in the final four since Ohio State lost. They got bumped out of the top four, and now USC is in. Yeah, so I saw that. that's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, USC, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that too. I'm. They're pretty. They. I mean, they set Lincoln Riley's first year head coach. Um, at least for them, I mean. Uh, they got Jordan Addison from Pitt, mm. the dog. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm cool with that. And then right outside the top four, we have number five, Ohio State, number six, Alabama, number seven, Tennessee, eight, Penn State, nine, Clemson, ten, Kansas State. Um, so, for the teams playing this weekend, we have USC versus Utah for the Pac-12 championship. You got TCU versus Kansas State for the Big 12 championship. So, Kansas State can probably beat TLS. TCU and if Utah or Kansas State win this weekend, Ohio State's back in for sure. Without damn, uh, I could see that. Yeah, no, cool. then you got Georgia versus LSU and for the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan versus Purdue for Big Ten, which they should stomp Purdue. Yeah, for seventeen sure. point favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other two conferences that don't really matter right now are ACC. It's Clemson versus North Carolina, and the AAC is UFC, UCF versus Tulane. Okay. Um, one other thing I want to talk about with this, too, is Tennessee is number seven, Alabama is number six, and yeah, that's bullshit. very bullshit. Because mm-hmm. if you – I was, was going to say it if you weren't going to say it. Yeah, so I was listening to this one pod earlier, and they were kind of breaking down the criteria that the college football playoff committee – like uses determine their whatever mm-hmm. and he read off every single thing in Tennessee had better than than Alabama yeah, every single crazy. category but they have Alabama head and everyone's saying like well it doesn't really matter because they both have two losses and so they're not gonna make the playoffs anyway yeah it doesn't matter but the final cultural playoff rankings determines which bull game you get 
Yeah, exactly. So, like, number six and five are going to play the Rose Bowl. That's not in the playoffs, but the Rose Bowl is a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Tennessee could be doing that. Instead, they're going to get bumped down probably to, like, some the Peach, Peach Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, Sugar Bowl. Yeah, one of the ones that aren't in the college play- playoffs or mm-hmm. Rose Bowl. So, it's kind of bullshit. No, yeah, it is. That's the, crap. Like, it's like, <laughs> I think the first one is um, conference record or something like that, mm-hmm. which Tennessee has a better conference record because Alabama's two losses were in, in conference and Tennessee's losses were one in conference, one out of conference. Okay, I gotcha. Uh, head-to-head matchup, Tennessee beat Tennessee Alabama. Mm. Um, losses to similar opponents, Alabama two losses, one to Tennessee, the other one's the LSU, which Tennessee beat. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> and then there's like there's other ones too, but those are like mm. the ones I can think of top of my head, and they're all like pointing in Tennessee's favor, and then not Tennessee. Yeah, it's it's some skewed stats, man. Oh, and then another one. Oh, that's the other one. Um, wins against top twenty five teams, and Tennessee has more for and sure. So yeah, currently, if you look at the who's in the top twenty five now, they each have two, but if you like Pitt. Doesn't count in that, even though Tennessee beat Pitt when we're top twenty-five. Okay, gotcha. And then there's another team that Tennessee beat, who was top twenty-five at the time, is no longer twenty-five. So like, if you, I think overall Tennessee beat like four or five other ranked teams. Yeah, and they're only counting two in this, but Alabama also only has two. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, kind of equals out. That's some crap. It's very, it's very bullshit, but it's whatever. I, I also saw two more things with college football. One, I saw the Rose Bowl approved. Uh, the expansion for college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. So if like the other bulls agree to, they'll have a twelve team playoff like twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's sick. That's I'm excited for that. Yeah. So not next season and the season after. Mm-hmm. That'd um, be great. That'd be real. I I am all for top. Uh, I uh, twelve team. Playoff. I mean, it's a great way to increase ratings for those bowl games too. Because yeah. like I mean, the, like the bowl games, like they get good ratings, but like. I feel like you're not going to get any outside interest outside of like your normal fan base of college football unless there's stakes like playoff atmosphere. Yeah. You okay. know? So, like, I think it's a good move, and they should have been doing this a while ago, but at least they're doing it now. At least they figured it out. At least they figured it out. Um, but, all right, that's all I got college football. Oh, never mind. There's one more thing. Hugh Freeze yeah. got hired by Auburn. Um, for those who don't know, Hugh, Hugh Freeze he used to be the head coach at Ole Miss before he got fired for some scandals. Went to Liberty, coached from a hospital bed in the press box. I don't know if you remember <laughs> seeing that <laughs> last year. He had to get surgery, but he just wanted to. He didn't want to miss the game for the guys, <laughs> so he got Liberty to put a hospital bed in one of the boxes, and he <laughs> sat there with a headset on and binoculars and called the plays from a hospital bed in the stadium. Okay, that's kind of cool. That's so that's cool, and that's the first I really heard of him because I didn't really pay attention to Ole Miss back mm-hmm. in the day, and now they got hired in Auburn. Yeah. Um, this is the first time he's back in a big t- Power Five conference school. Uh, since the scandal, so the scams are coming back up, saying like, "Why would you hire this piece of shit?" And apparently, like he he claims he butt dialed an escort service. If they pull up the phone records, like prostitutes, he called like hookers like thirty times in like a month. Is he married? Yeah, but he's just ordering prostitutes down in Mississippi. So it might be a hot take, but I think I don't think that's a bad thing. Like if he's beating up hookers, then yeah. But I like, mean, prostitution is illegal. Yeah, but like that's that's like his personal life. You know what I mean? Like that's like, I don't know. But it's a, that's a legal thing. That's why he got fired. Oh, he wasn't in Vegas or something. No, it's Mississippi. Uh, okay. yeah. 
Yeah. He wasn't anywhere the prostitution was legal. Oh, uh, gotcha. It was like one of those escort services where... Oh, uh, okay. But the, actually, like, prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then his excuse for it all the time was, I, I butt-dialed that number. And then it's like, <laughs> well, we have phone records of you calling him 30 times in the last month, like 3 a.m. Oh, so that's man. not a butt-dial. Um, and then I also heard just before that even... He was just a shady guy, always. Like, yeah, with like like touching people inappropriately. So when he or... got like when he got like uh, arrested, do you think they were like freeze, freeze? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Honestly, he, hey, freeze, freeze, hey, freeze, you something, bitch, freeze. <laughs> I think I heard a story back. He used to coach high school football before he got into college, and with it was like at a Catholic school, and if a girl, um. If a girl was like out of uniform, he'd make her like them change, but like he'd do it, make him do it in front of them. What? Yeah, that's what I heard before. He's kind of creepy and rapey, and yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the guy, so I have no basis of like knowledge about him. But yeah. But all right, all that's right. All I got. So let's take it over the MBA. Bop to top, ba doo out now. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, NBA this week. Um, as always, we will start off with the power rankings. I was just telling Guy off the pod, though, there's going to be a segment change coming up. So get ready for that. Buckle up. Buckle up, buckaroo. Um, but, yeah, power rankings. We'll start it off the week with that. Number one, we have the Celtics. Yeah. I mean, the one, Celt- one. They, they, they continue to dominate, especially on the offensive side. Their offensive rating as of right now in this season is 120.9, which is five points ahead of the number two Suns. Just for perspective, five points below the number two Suns is number 19 Wizards. <laughs> so the, the Celtics yeah. are the same distance away in the ratings from one to two than two to 19. Damn. That's just how dominant they've been. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and Robert Williams obviously can come back around Christmas time, so that's going to help defensively. Um, and also, hate the Celtics, but did you see uh, Blake Griffin slam it down the other night? No. Uh, dude, he, vintage Blake Griffin. Like, when he's really? slamming and shit, like, he's had an insane dunk. Damn. It's Yeah, we sh- you should look it up. It's, okay. it's great. It's great. Um, oh, actually, can you do me a favor for this segment? Yeah. Um, I didn't have time today to do it. Can you pull up the NBA standings? And when I say a team, can you just say where they are in each conference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a second. Yeah, no worries. Because I was going to do it earlier, and then just remember right now. All right, go ahead. So Celtics are, are one in the East. Yep. What's the record? Uh, 18-4. and four. Okay. 18-4, and four, number one in the East. Um, number two, we have the Bucks. They are 15-5, and five, second in the East. All right, yeah. Chris Milton is actually coming back, like, Possibly this Friday. Oh wow! Like tomorrow. So if you nice. have them, if you have them, watch nice. have, watch them. Um, do you have them, fancy? I do. Yeah, I gotta put them in. Yeah, just check just check on it. I think Friday is like the I earliest he can come back. I mean, my team is very bad in fantasy, but like I'm picking back up. Jamal Murray's starting to blow up a little bit, mm-hmm. and Middleton's coming back. It's it's looking good on paper here. Um, I'm a little screwed right now with it mm. because uh, so many injuries on my front. Gotcha. But gotcha. we'll get back in a little bit. One of my guys on the IR is coming back soon, so it'll be good. Um, but, yeah, so Chris Middleton should be back by Friday, if not by the end of the weekend. Um, the fact that they're this good without him is just shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. think 
Let's see here. They've been this way for a while, though. Yo, yeah. Drew Holiday has been playing great. Brooke Lopez has been playing mm-hmm. fantastic, especially defensively, like we mentioned last week. Um, they have Their whole team is playing very well. Pat Connington's been giving serious minutes. <laughs> uh, but, no, yeah. So, as soon as they add Middleton back, the fact that they're this good without him just shows how good the team and how good of a coach Budenhauser is that I think they'll just jump right back into form. Um, number three with the Suns. They're fifteen and six, first in the West. Uh, the Suns are back in first in the West. So I'm glad. I'm glad they still are. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they they used a four game win streak to take it back. Um, Aiden has been playing lights out during the streak, including two games over the weekend, which he put up 57 points, shooting 22 from 32, 33 rebounds, and four blocks. Um, they brought him back this year for a reason, and it's really showing that it's a great move because he's absolutely dominating right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a big reason that they're they're winning too because when he's healthy and he's playing, that's fantastic. Nice. Um, I honestly can see the Suns win the West. Um, Easily. At this point in the season, like the quarter of the way through the season. Yeah. I think, I think the Suns are the number one. Like They're obviously number one in the West, but I think they're going to be like the number one contender in the I West. I could s- – I could maybe see, unless like the Clippers or Warriors figure it out quickly and like just step up immensely. Mm. I could either see the Suns or those two teams. Maybe Grizzlies. Okay. Are another team I could see. We have a lot of figuring teams, it out. Almost all the teams you mentioned except for the Warriors are on this list. Okay. So cool. we'll get to the other teams later. <clears throat> Um, one team you did not say that's number four in my power rankings this week is the Denver Nuggets. They are 14 and seven, second in the West. Yeah, so Jamal Murray is officially back. Mm-hmm. He's been solid so far to start the season, but on Monday he tossed 31 points versus the Rockets. Um, I I think that the Joker's getting major help right now from Jamal Williams and KCP. I think KCP has been playing very good the last week or so. Um, so I think that that gives the Nuggets a serious chance if. Every but all their players play like up to their potential. Yeah, Jamal Murray obviously is a little he for missing an entire season. His slow start's not that slow of a start. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, but now agree. the fact that he's back to like scoring at thirty points a game. Like if you mm. remember, like the the bubble before he got hurt this playoffs. I right, dude, he's insane. Like yeah. Fifty points a game. Yeah, <laughs> like back crazy. to back yeah. games. Like it's insane. So he's an explosive scorer. It was just like two guys in the paint on Joker trying to stop him, and then he would just toss it out to Jamal Murray wide open for a three. I I, I distinctly remember this one like spinning layup he did that was nasty. Mm. So yeah, I, I'm I'm a big Jamal Murray guy, so I'm glad to see that he's his explosiveness back. Because he definitely, I mean, when you come off a major injury like that, you're gonna slow it down to start. You know? yeah. yeah, you're gonna be more conservative, pass first, drive second. But mm-hmm. now it seems like he's getting his confidence back, which is sweet. Um, all right, number five, we have the Cavs. So, Jarrett Allen got banged up on Friday versus the Bucks. Um, that's okay, though. The Cavs are bouncing back from a five-game losing streak by following it up with winning five out of the last seven. Yep. Um, They're 14-8, and eight, third in the East. All right, I forgot, I forgot to ask you. My bad. <laughs> uh, but fun fact, they have lost twice to the Raptors this season. Monday was the last game against the Raptors, and they held Spider to single-digit scoring, wow. which is the first time he scored single digits since January 2021. Blueprint game? So two Januarys ago. The, the, is, it, is Spider, the league figured Spider out? <laughs> or is it just Toronto? Um, I also, can you check the standings where Toronto is right now? 
Uh, Toronto is seventh in the East, eleven oh, and ten. Seventh. So when I wrote, I this why I didn't include this in the little blurb here. When I wrote that, they were mm. sixth in the East, which wouldn't be the Cavs versus Raptors first round playoffs. Gotcha. Which that would that'd be an all time matchup for people who wanted to see the Cavs lose, <laughs> like us. <laughs> see a Spider lose. Um, but all right, number six, we got the Pacers. They are fourth in the East, twelve and nine. The Pacers and Halliburton have been surprising a lot of people so far this season. They have only shot for less than 30% from three twice this season. Jeez. Yeah, that's sheesh. And though defensively they haven't been great in the last week's five-game win streak they held, all opponents to 104 points per game. Okay. Which, yeah. I mean, they're a young team. You can't imagine that they'd be consistent on defense all the time. It's kind of like a, a young trope that they they could score, but no one can play defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it, it's nice seeing they're doing good. I don't think that they are going to be this high in the standings all year. Yeah, kind of like uh, – I'm sure you're not going to mention the Jazz, but the they've jazz been – Yeah, they're they're 3-7 and seven in the last 10. Yeah. The so like they're, really that's bad. starting to go downhill, and I feel like, yeah, like you said, the Pacers will do the same. And then I, that's when I think teams who are going to start emerging here, um, which like the team that's number nine on the list, we'll talk about later, like Philly, like mm-hmm. or like even the Heat. Right now, the Heat's still dealing with Jimmy Butler being after the last three weeks. Yeah, um, and we're hovering around like eleven, ten, like all that range. Mm-hmm. So like, there seems like that. Whenever these Pacers and and I think the Wizards are doing pretty okay. When these teams start like kind of playing into their certain like. Back to what everyone expected them to be mid-season. It's, it's all about the routine. Yeah. It, they're not going to be consistent enough to go. Do, they'll keep this up the whole season. Mm-hmm. But good for them right now. I think the future is bright for Indiana. I just don't think right now. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. Um, All right, number seven, we got the Pelicans. Um, Zion Williamson just went through his 100th uh, game of his career. Uh, and he's been great so far. Williamson has been averaging 25.2 points and 60% shooting for his career. Um, no one, no player, what is it? No player to debut in the shot clock era has av- ever averaged those numbers through their first 100 games. In fact, the only players that have this those numbers in any 100-game span in the shot clock era are Charles Barkley, Shaq, Kevin McHale, and Wilt Chamberlain. So let alone their first it's good 100. company. This is not not just their first hundred. Any hundred game stretch has the same numbers Williamson had in his first hundred games. Obviously, his hundred games are coming way later than a lot of people thought they would. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's been so hurt. But it's I will Zion's a beast. That's basically what I'm getting at. When healthy. Yeah, when healthy, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. And I think if if it's true that he's that he's gonna want to stay in uh New Orleans. Um, his entire career, then I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, like moving forward with him. Um, he's fantastic. But yeah, we'll just see about that. The Pelicans, number seven, they're great. 13 and eight, third in the West. Thank you. Thank you. Um, number eight, we have the Grizzlies. Um, I'm just going to take this as a JJJ appreciation segment, real quick. Woo. Um, that was since we are a JJJ podcast, mm-hmm. we just like players with, uh, Three initials for names. They're JJJ and SGA. Yeah. We're big, we're big SGA. Big advocates of that. Yeah. Uh, but J- anyway, JJJ. CP3. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate CB3. <laughs> I, in college, I had to take 
I said I told Carmen like freshman year. In yeah, college, he's washed. He's washed. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, I think I said this on the pod. Then now he's he's still going. <laughs> um, but anyway, JJJ appreciation post uh, segment. I mean, um, so remember whenever he came back and he had a bad game, and I was like weirdly happy about it because he shot a lot of shots up mm. that he had like four points that so he's like two for 14 or 15 yeah and i said well as first game back it's good to see him rust off well since then uh since that game he's been averaging 22 points a game and shooting 64.8 percent from the field nice. and the grizzlies defensive rating went down to 104.5 since jjj's been back he's been playing an all-star level and with him and jaw i think they're gonna be a problem down the stretch all right. So not only did the Grizzlies defense get insanely better with him in the lineup, um, since that game, like I said, he re- he went like two for fifteen shooting. Mm-hmm. He's shot sixty four percent from the field. Yeah, and the, gr- and the Grizzlies crazy. are fourth in the West, twelve and nine. They kind of had a shaky little losing streak or little shaky period there for a little bit, but they're they're kind of coming back now. They yeah, they're five and five in the last ten. So yeah, I'm assuming those five wins are more recently than. Not. Yeah, I think they are. Um, all right, number nine, we have the Sixers. So Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid declared that the season started for the Sixers when he came back from illness on November 7th. Uh, well, that's when they beat the Suns. <laughs> Since that declaration, the Sixers have become the best defensive team in the league by a large amount. Uh, and James Harding is planning on coming back this coming week. So okay. Joel yeah. Embiid came back from sickness, declared the season started now, mm-hmm. and then they became the best defensive team in the league. Well, it's good to see he didn't much, much time then. He didn't miss much time then. Who? Joel Embiid, since the season just started. Yeah, he missed, like, no time. Yeah. He's played every game so far. This yeah, season. he's played every game this season. Yeah, which is crazy. And James Harden's only missing a couple games. Yeah, that's no, good. That's, that's good. Uh, but, yeah, no, so we're talking about my fan, our fan, my fantasy team's kind of beat up. Mm-hmm. James Harden's one of the biggest reasons for that. He's yeah. been hurt. And I was like, and I was winning with that him hurt because I had an IL spot open. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since then, Jimmy Butler's missed like three weeks. I could have put put him on that spot if he yeah. played. And then Tyrese Maxey also got hurt, <sighs> and he's out for like another three or four weeks. So I'm just gonna toss Tyrese Maxey on IR and yeah, take call it a day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sixers are twelve and ten. They are fifth in the East. Yeah, and they, and they were like under five hundred maybe two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So they they have been playing how they're supposed to play. Gotcha. Um, and then finally, number 10 on the list, a team that I mentioned uh, earlier, the Clippers. Yeah. Um, so no Paul George no or Kawhi, no problem. Because mm-hmm. Ivan Zubok on Sunday had an insanely <laughs> dominant performance. Listen to the stat line. 31 points, 29 rebounds, three blocks. Jesus. 29 <laughs> rebounds, 31 points, three blocks. Dude, did anybody else play the game? Like, <laughs> I think it was just him. I think it was just him. This is Zubok. Gym. I think everyone else forgot to show up and he just did an open gym. Um, but with that stat line, he became the sixth person to ever have a game in which he had 30 points, 25 rebounds, and it shot 80% from the field because he also shot 80% from the fucking field Damn. game. Trivia. Fuck. Who did another? Who did the other one? Uh, there are five other people to do this. No, fuck. I'm going to give you the two that are like I wouldn't get. Everyone else is kind of obvious. But the two that aren't is Satch Sanders mm-hmm. and B- uh, Bob uh, Pettit. Okay. So you wouldn't have gotten those two, right? No, nah, no, nah, never. I don't even know who they are. They are. Um, but there's gonna, so there's going to be three more people who are retired. I'll give you that hint. Who's put up uh, 30 points, 25 rebounds, and shot 80% from the field. Tim Duncan. No. Wilt. Yes. 
Yes, Will Chamberlain. Kareem? No. Shaq? Yes. Okay. Shaq. I was worried with the 80%. <laughs> oh, yeah, but but shoot from the field, dunks and layups included. Uh, okay, okay. So that's just shots yeah. you miss. Um, one more then? One more. Uh, if I, I can give you a nickname of his that I don't think we'll give it away. I don't know because it's NBA history stuff. I don't know if you know that. I don't know much history. Um, the round mound of the rebound. That yep. That that, that did nothing. That <laughs> <laughs> did absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. Give me like era. Like are we talking like nineties? Fuck, that's not me. Wait, like nineties. <laughs> uh, I can start. He played for the Suns at a point. The Sixers at a point. The Rockets at a point. Maybe Seattle. You know who this is. And not that you know you probably don't know him as a player. You definitely don't know him as a basketball player. What? He, he's in the <laughs> NBA media. Um Uh I don't know, Barkley. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I was like I in my head I was thinking of other hints I can do. Like I was gonna give you a the the band the person who sang oh does that make me crazy his name was a play on his name okay the round mound the rebound I I like didn't know if it was like completely obvious or if it was just like no nah, it's not Barkley <laughs> like no yeah that's he's oh dude he's literally on TV right now he just is on that subway commercial uh, he just showed him to I was about to say <laughs> look at the TV <laughs> um but yeah so Charles Shaq and Wilt are the only other players that do so so what elite company got Wilt, mm. Shaq, Charles Barkley, and Zubak. Uh, Satch Sanders, Bob Pettit, and Ivan Zubak. Yeah. It's a good day. Yeah. That's going to be one of those stats where, like, the first three are so obvious, and then, like, no one's going to remember Zubak in, like, 10 years. Nah, but, probably not. But still good for him. Um, all time, one of my favorite fancy basketball names that isn't my own was uh, Meters. He was, well, we bought a Zubak. <laughs> and he's putting Zubok's face on Matt Damon and I was, I was dying. Matt Damon. That's so funny. We bought it. Do you ever see uh this is a tangent city right now? Yeah. Did you ever see the Jimmy Kimmel thing with uh We Bought a Zoo? No. It's for uh the Golden Globes and they it was like a montage of actors saying their favorite movies that inspired them to become an actor. Mm-hmm. And when Jimmy Kimmel came up because him and Matt Damon are really good friends, yeah, they're saying like Casablanca, Citizens Kane. Mm. Jimmy Kimmel came on and said like, "We bought a zoo." Is the reason <laughs> I am where I am today. Matt Damon's performance in that brought me to tears. It's like a whole funny. <laughs> it's like in the middle of a super serious montage at like the Oscars, and everyone started dying when he came up. Um, but all right, next we got Player of the Week. Players of the Week from the East Bay of Giannis. Obviously, he's three and uh, the Bucks are three and one this last week. He had thirty five point three points, nine point five rebounds, and five point eight assists. And from the West, we have DeAndre Ayton. I mentioned over the weekend he got in crazy mode, but um, overall he averaged twenty three point seven points, sixteen point rebounds, and sixty seven percent from the field. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, I think I have a theory about who's going to be next week's for the West. Who? Yeah. Christoph's Porzingis. Oh, he's on the East, I think now. No. Oh, is he on the East? He's in the Wizards, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So <laughs> he has in fantasy points, uh, 
75 and 62 in the last two games. Jeez. Yeah. Um, stats? I haven't seen this. 41 points, then 27 points. Uh, four boards, then 19 boards. He's um, probably going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I played against him this week, and I was like, I feel like Kristaps is going to be player of the week now. <laughs> Booker had a 50-point game last night. Yeah, yeah. I think I played against Booker, too. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, actually. That's bad. If they're both. Uh oh wait, am I playing against Booker? No, no, not okay, playing against good, Booker. Good, I, I got so nervous for you. <laughs> yeah, he had fifty points last night, so I can see. Let's make prediction now. Booker's West, Brzingis East. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have that prediction. Yeah, for sure. All right, I, I, I bet that's the case. Honestly, that, Brzingis <laughs> is gonna get it. That, that's insane numbers. Yeah. And usually the NBA drops their Player of the Week on um, Monday. Oh, yeah. So, so this is a part of the week. So as long as he has, like, one more good game, he probably will get it. He has an average game. Yeah. He has he has a double-digit scoring game. Mm-hmm. Then, then he got it. Um, all right. Injuries from non-power-ranking uh, teams, because I usually talk about their injuries during the power rankings, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Another reason I like doing the power rankings first. Yeah. And because all the headlines that could be a part of a gameplay are kind of in the headlines there in the power rankings. But anyway, injuries. Gordon Hayward out indefinitely with a shoulder fracture. Oof. Um, He has done shit since. I think he he lost his mojo the second that he had that really gruesome ankle injury in Boston. Yeah. Yeah, because he didn't do much for the Hornets when he went there. He's on the Hornets still, yeah. Um, He's been so hurt. He's been hurt, like, so much. And it's a shame. I always like Gordon. I loved him when he was on my second favorite team, the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Like he mm-hmm. was so good then. Yeah, uh, but yeah, whatever. He's kind of he's washed, and he has a stupid haircut now too. Um, the second injury of the week is Cat Carlton Towns is out four to six weeks with a calf strain. Oof. Yeah, um, but I don't know if there's levels of calf strains because the next one is Ben Simmons is going to miss three games with also with the calf strain. Okay. So one's missing six weeks and the other one's missing three games. That is weird. I like, don't know. Cats must be like a partial tear. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it goes, honestly. But because uh, what I gathered from my physical fer- therapist fiance, mm. uh, like some severe sprains are just mini tears. Okay. So like, okay. Another example I didn't learn from my. PT fiance when I sprained my MCL the one time mm-hmm. uh, I was in a giant ass brace for six to eight weeks and it's because my doctor said it's sprained if it doesn't get all the way through is what separates a sprain and a tear so like I actually tore my MCL but it's considered a sprain because it didn't get all the way through you didn't fully tear it yeah, I didn't fully tear it yeah so I'm sh- maybe cat is just like one of those partial tears Okay, so if I took a piece of paper and I ripped it halfway down, that's a sprain. Yeah, or but if I clean or like rip it um, in half, then or that's like a, a tear. more say you get a ball of play doh mm-hmm. and you start pulling them apart by the two sides, mm-hmm. but it, you get to the point where it doesn't pop in the two separate pieces, but it's like super thin in the middle. Okay, more like that. I'd okay, say. gotcha. If I had to guess, that makes sense. Yeah. If I'm a doctor, who needs med school? Just listen to just listen to <laughs> talking dirty, um, but yeah, going off the Ben Simmons one, mm-hmm. it kind of sucks because Ben Simmons has been killing it lately. I know, so this is a bad time. So <laughs> I know, yeah. you have, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna read off some of his stats from the last couple of games. So since 
this will be from November 15th until he got hurt. Um, 11 points, 5 boards, 3 assists. 15 points, 13 boards, 7 assists. 22-8-5, Then his last game before he got hurt was um, 2 points, but he had 12 boards and 8 assists. Okay, yeah. Dude, he's, he's doing well right now. Yeah, then he, got, out. then he got hurt mid-game and left, and when he got hurt, he was zero points, but he had four boards and three assists. Mm-hmm. So it seems like he, he's kind of like figuring out when he how he can score and how he can be a part of like the team. But, of course, he gets hurt as soon as he does that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not detrimental injury, though. So Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've, I'll be biased here. I'm rooting for Ben Simmons to do good in the Nets. I've kind of been doing it because I've – been on team. He's an elite defender, so that's a good trade for the Nets. Yeah, and I'm also on team. Fuck Philly. Hope, mm-hmm. hope uh, Ben Simmons kills it. We we could still have that trust the process caption with Ben Simmons winning a ring. Yeah. <laughs> if it's it's only funny if they he gets a ring before Philly does. Yes, yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he gets it before <laughs> Joel, well, then then yeah. Which I love Joel, so I hope Joel gets a ring. I'm in a weird spot with Philly. Yeah, I, I hate the Sixers because I'm a Heat guy and like they're Eastern Conference rivals. But Joel Embiid's like one of my favorite non-Heat players in the league. Yeah, so it sucks. All right, um, all right. Headlines. Um, a quick follow-up from last week with the Pat Bev situation. He did get suspended three games. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Got to set the foot down, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was uncalled for. It's very uncalled for, and. Actually, I've been listening to the Pat Bev podcast the last couple of weeks. That's why I kind of turned my, my my opinion on Pat Bev. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did an emergency part in the beginning of the pod as soon as the suspension <laughs> came down. So it was him and Ron just talking about it. And Pat kind of went through like, what was going through his head at the time. Yeah. And he didn't see, like we like I said on the pod, like what a lot of people thought, he thought Aiton's the one who did it. Uh, okay, so that's yeah. why he came around. I know because he heard a thud. Look around, sees Austin Reeves on the ground. Booker's gone by that point, mm-hmm. and Aiden's kind of standing over top of him. And I think before the game, Pat tried to dab up the other team before the game started. Yeah, and Aiden just stone cold him, like faced, like oh. him. So he already was like, "All right, all right, this guy's here, whatever." So now later in the game, he thinks he's just knocking people over and standing over top of him. Yeah. So Pat came right out of nowhere and just took him out. So I kind of see his side. I do too. Yeah, but I mean, it's you can't the same go around pushing people in the back. Yeah, exactly. You you, gotta, that's that's you can't do that. Yeah, I'm suspension not, is justified. Yeah, but. I'm not on Team Pat in that situation because mm-hmm. that's you can't do that. But I also see where he's coming from more now. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's less of a scumbag move. I just can't do it. Um, next, uh, Mavericks are signing Kemba Walker. Okay, I don't hate it. Do you think Kemba Walker is done, done, or do you think he actually might be a good role player on this team? Um, he probably won't be a bad role player. I mean, it depends how he fits in. It's hard to tell at this point, but I, I think he has the capability to be a good role player. Mm-hmm. Do I think he'll actually do it? Probably not. But I'm in almost the exact same boat you are. Yeah, I I think that he has. He's not washed yet. He's not completely washed. Mm-hmm. I think, but injuries and Kind of his own mental. Yeah. The reasons he's not doing good. So I will he pan out? Probably not. But I will I be shocked if he does? No, because I think he still has game in him. Yeah, agree. Uh, all right. The last headline we have is apparently Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan started beefing about a decade ago because <laughs> Charles Barkley criticized 
Jordan's management of the Hornets his first year as an owner. The Hornets finished 34 and 48 that year, so it's kind of justified. And Jordan took that personally. He took it very personally and stopped <laughs> talking to Barkley and stuff. Uh, like, they used to golf together and hang out and stuff. And he's, he's cut him out of his life completely because he said, like, Jordan's not doing a good job as an owner. Um, but recently, Barkley came out, and he just kind of reached out to Jordan via the media, like, let's bury the hatchet. He said, quote, I probably won't. I, I probably would say to Jordan, hey, you know what I said? I believed it. I'm sorry you took offense to it, and let's get past this bullshit and go back to playing golf and having fun. Please hang out with me, Michael. Michael, <laughs> come on, Michael. It's been so long. I'm sorry I said that about you. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Yeah. He just took it personally. He, he just blocked him on everything. The man took over as a team and had a losing season. And so Charles Barkley said, man, Jordan dude didn't do a good job with that team. All right. I'm not talking to you for a decade. <laughs> I'm not talking to you for a whole decade. Oh, man. What a petty son of a bitch. I love it. Yeah, that's why I don't like Jordan because he's so petty and does all that <laughs> shit. But this sto- in this story, it's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I just met. Come on, come on, Jordan. Come on, Mike. Hang out with me. Um, all right, Deep Two Three, the new segment for Deep Three. I'm going to change it to the Full Court Press. Okay. Uh, mainly because we are going to put the pressure on these headlines compared to the others, and we're going to dive into this a little bit more and focus a little bit more on them. Um, I'm changing from the deep three because the last two weeks I have not had three. It's hard sometimes. Some weeks just don't give you enough headlines to kind of deep dive. So that's f- that's fair. So, I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just change the name. It could be three, could be two, could be one, it could be four, five, twenty five. It could be fifty. <laughs> no, it won't just be 50. fifty topics to discuss. Like paragraphs <laughs> each one, because that's usually what separates it. Whenever I'm making my notes, whatever ones I have like a, more than a paragraph written about, I'm like, all right, that's a deep three. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. Imagine fifty paragraphs, mm-hmm. dude. The podcast would be four hours. Yeah. Um. All right. Off the top, they're both about Luca. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. They they, they are. Um. Before last week's Mavs Celtics game, Luca said, "Quote: They're probably the number one team in the league, and they probably have the best duo in the league too." This is in reference to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Statistically, they are the best scoring duo in the league, but the reason it's a deep through question is because I want to know from you, are they the best duo in the league, or what other duos would you put up to compete against them? Basically, let's just start naming NBA duos, and it's like, are they better than Tatum and Brown? Um. Okay. Joker Jamal. I'd take Brown Tatum. Um. Same, but I think it could be up for debate by the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Paul George Kawhi. I take Tatum and Brown because Kawhi's hurt. Yeah. Uh, LeBron AD. If it's like a two-on-two situation, I'd take LeBron AD, but. Yeah, but the, the Brown Straight Tatum, up team, Brown Tatum, they're they're better than a team. Uh, um, Steph Clay, Tatum Brown, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to find ones that would beat it. It's only because Clay's not doing as well. You knew by the end of the season, I think we could maybe be better. Who? John JJJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh what about? And beating Harden's a good one if. Yeah, Harden's not hurt. Cause Katie and Kyrie. I think I think when Katie Kyrie's playing, he's amazing. 
Yeah. But I'd still take Tatum and Brown, probably statistically. Um, Who else we got? Uh, this is a tough just because Tatum and Brown are great as a duo together, mm-hmm. but they also, like, have a really good team, and they work with well with the team, so everyone just kind of, like, blends well there. A lot of these deals we're naming, like... Giannis and Middleton. That's an interesting one, too. Mm-hmm. I, I think Jalen Brown's the Robin to Tatum's Batman, and Middleton's the Robin to so, Giannis' Batman, and I think I'd take Brown over Middleton. So if we're going based off Batman and Robin statistics, I think Tatum is not the best Batman in the league, but I think Brown is the best Robin in the league. I would agree with that. Because I would take Giannis over Tatum. Mm-hmm. I would take... LeBron over Tatum. Joker over Tatum. Joker over Tatum. But he just plays so well with his Robin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the rest of his team. I mean, Tatum's yeah. a top five player in the league, maybe. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. like He's still I, he's still a very the, good player. The people we named above him are just like... Dominant MVP. forces. Yeah. yeah. MVPs. Mm-hmm. Booker and Aiton. That's a good one, too. Because Aiton's playing out of his mind, but I think I'd still take Tatum and Brown. All right, let's look, let's look up some stats real quick. <laughs> This is the this is the only reason I put this in deep three because I knew there'd be I've a lot of never tangents. seen a fireball commercial in my life until now. That was like the first one. <laughs> I've never seen it advertised. <laughs> so I'm looking at ooh, this is something I never knew. I never looked at in my my whole time of having the score app. Um the league leaders are all right here listed out. Uh okay, cool. Um Tatum is number two in scoring. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's averaging 31 points a game. But I'm seeing if there's any do-it ones. Ooh, top turnovers per game, John Morant. I'm just falling down a rabbit hole looking at all these stats right now, though. Um, I'm at the do, go to Tatum, go to the Celtics. All right, player stats, this is what I wanted. Um, so, this far, so far this season, Tatum's at 31.6 points, Jalen Brown's 26.1. Mm-hmm. Uh, assists, they've been four and a half and three and a half and seven point eight and six point eight. I don't know. I mean, they're they're good stats, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. All right. The other uh, full court press is Lucas signed a max extension contract in 2021, which will keep him in Dallas until 2027. But uh, already, some fans are worried about him leaving when he becomes a fr- uh, unrestricted free agent. Luke responded to fans' concerns. I don't think they should worry about it right now. I got, what, five years left here, so I don't think you should worry about it. Um, the the artist article I was reading about it had that as a positive quote, saying, like, oh, yeah, Luca's easing the minds of Mavericks fans. Mm-hmm. But I read that quote as he's definitely not going to stick around after that. Yeah, I read – I kind of – that's the way I heard it when you were reading it as well. Yeah, like, I don't as think, soon as he says – I don't think they should worry about it right now. Yeah, the right now, they, that's the key word. Yeah, <laughs> I got, what, five years left? Yeah. <laughs> so now, do you I think he's gone before that five years? I don't think he's going to get traded. I don't think he's going to ask for a trade. Mm-hmm. I, I think he, I think what's going to happen is we're going to come to the end of contract and he's going to test free agency. And yeah. If the Mavericks haven't done anything in the last five years mm-hmm. to make their team better, make moves to have it, then he's out. See, uh, I think they're not going to do anything over the next three years. He's going to demand a trade, and out. he's going to demand a trade out. I could also see that. Yeah, you're right. I don't think he's going to re- trade out because I feel like that's maybe not his. 
Nothing but, like that's shown that he. And do I don't like think that. it's anything like the Mavs wouldn't like. I think they would try to do something for Luca, but I feel like everybody they've tried to pair with Luca hasn't worked out. And I don't know if it's a Luca thing or if it's a Mavs front office thing. I think, I actually feel like, uh, not to keep referencing podcasts, but I was listening to Pat Bev and they mm-hmm. had a call-in service. Yeah. One guy who literally called in as a Mavericks fan mm-hmm. and said, uh, why don't the Mavericks ever sign anyone good? <laughs> they, they draft people good, but they never sign yeah. for agents. So they, the question for Pat was like, is is Mark Cuban like an asshole? Like, does, <laughs> does everybody around the league hate Mark Cuban that they want to come play? And Pat Bev essentially said, no, everyone loves Mark Cuban, actually. I, I would imagine they like, do. Like, players yeah, love Mark Cuban. He's, like, a very player-friendly mm-hmm. owner. Yeah, yeah. And I could see, like, if the players were to buy and they could go to Mark Cuban and he would advocate for them. Yeah, I think so, too, For and on any team mm-hmm. in general. Like, if it's, like, anything off the court. Yeah. Absolutely. So, that's definitely... It's it might it has to be a general manager issue because yeah mm-hmm. it's not like people don't want to play in Dallas and you have Luka Doncic right now like arguably the best player in the league but then the it could world. be a Luka problem could be a Luka problem but maybe Luka doesn't I mean like I know him, him and Kristaps kind of beef that's why they trade mm-hmm. him but I don't know it's weird it could be a Luka problem I'm I like Luka and I don't want to say it's a Luka problem but I think it's very fifty fifty shot that it's a Luka problem or a GM problem. Mm-hmm. I I I'd, I'd lean more towards the GM issues. I I could I could agree with that as well. Like I still six, think they 60, go. 40. I don't think they go after people. They don't. They really don't. They like the caliber of talent they've brought in hasn't been stellar, but they brought in some guys and Lucas had beef with I think the majority of them. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think the Stevens he has now all like him, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I like Luca. I, I hope it's, I hope it's on him issue. Me too. Yeah, I agree. But all right, do you have anything else you'd like to add for NBA? Is there anything um, you saw that I didn't mention that I missed? Fuck the Hawks, go Knicks. You fuck the Hawks, man. I hate the Hawks. All my homies hate the Hawks, man. All right, but let's take it over to NFL. Yeah. Talking dirty. All right, and let's take it over to NFL. Leading off the Week 12 recap, Thanksgiving week, gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> Take it over with the uh, Thanksgiving games. First up, we had the morning game, the Bills versus the Lions. This is a little bit back and forth, a little bit scary for the Bills, but they hung on to win 28-25. to 25. Um, It was kind of funny. Did you see, like, after Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, like, just hugging enthusiastically because they won and somebody put like when you when you beat a four and six team or something like that <laughs> i actually didn't see that it was it was, it was, there, like, it was like a very like emotional hug <laughs> like, <laughs> when you beat up on the lions mm-hmm. right, i'm about to look that up josh allen um but that that was very very uh, yeah it was scary honestly was a scary game um then next up, we had the Cowboys versus the Giants. Uh, the Cowboys won. It got a little close to the end, but the Cowboys were in full control the whole time. Uh, Cowboys won 28 to 20. We both had the Bills and the Cowboys. Yeah, is that? Yeah. For those who know, it's a picture, but they have Josh Allen singing, I will always love you. That's funny. Uh, and then the night game on Thanksgiving, the Patriots versus the Vikings. The Vikings won 33 to 26. So, 
Your wager hit. The Turkey Day Parlay, yes, for the first time in the existence of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Turkey Day Parlay hit. Um, the under over-under was 54.5. The total points was 53. Yeah. Um, the Giants needed to cover 10. They <laughs> scored with 12 seconds left to cover. Yeah. Uh, and then the Vikings... <laughs> Pats went back and forth the entire game mm-hmm. until the, about the fourth quarter. Then the Vikings kind of pulled away. Yep, yep. So that was the most. That was like as close as you can get without getting your eyes wet. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. So uh, yeah, we we swept on Thanksgiving. It was a good day. Um, take it over. Have to, a good day. <laughs> take it over to the Sunday games though. First up, the uh, Houston. We have a spread. Uh, the Dolphins won thirty to fifteen meeting that I got the Houston we have a spread bonus point because we took the line at 14 points it was very close yep and that was the only points I got on the day oh no (laughs) oh no and then uh next up the Bengals versus the Titans uh the Bengals won 20 to 16 a little bit of a crap game but Bengals came out on top very yeah very back and forth Mm -hmm. then next up the Panthers versus the Broncos I don't know why I took the Broncos. The Panthers won twenty three to ten. It was one of those things I just knew, it, but it's, like I did it anyways. It's I. <laughs> this happened to me a few times this year where I picked mm-hmm. the Broncos and I know my heart the heart <laughs> I should have picked the Broncos, but then I do anyways. So mm-hmm. like, it, it happens to all of us. It's kind it's kind of like uh, the Falcons, but they don't win. Yeah the 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 Falcons are the crack team. The Broncos are the math team. Yeah, they're they're like the yeah. <laughs> They're the um, heroin, just straight up like injecting yourself with heroin mm-hmm. team. But you had the Bengals and the Panthers, so you got that point. Next up, the Jets versus the Bears. The Jets won thirty-one to ten. Mike White is the future of the franchise, and the coin is still alive, I believe. Right? No, that's oh, the, the coin's coin dead. is officially dead. Uh, okay, with that, yeah, because we trusted the coin. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So we we got both your bears. Mm-hmm. It's because of coin. Yeah, but Mike White, dude, three hundred and fifteen yards. <laughs> yeah. What's the one stat with him and Zach Wilson? It was like, it was like amount of games with starts at these main whatever this stat line is. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike White had more of that stat line in the four games he started than Zach Wilson the twenty games he started. Yeah. It's been crazy. Dude, Mike White, I like Mike White, dude. I like him too. I think I think they should roll with him for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Then next up we had the Commanders versus the Falcons. The Commanders won nineteen to thirteen. You had the Commanders, so you got that point. Then uh we yeah. had then we had the Browns versus the Buccaneers. The Browns won in overtime, twenty three to seventeen. Uh we both had the Bucks, so we both missed that point. Oh that's what it was. Mike White uh, had three passing touchdowns, and I'm pretty sure every game he started, he had like three, three or more passing mm-hmm. touchdowns. Yeah, and Zach Wilson has never done that. <laughs> uh, and then next up, but the, the Browns game, yeah, that was crazy. The Browns Bucks game, uh, betting wise, I was with Seppi, mm-hmm. and we were. Uh, I wanted Chubb to score for fantasy. Yeah, he need he need Chubb score for a bet, and he ended up getting the overtime. And we the whole time we're like, best case scenario is. Chubb gets at least too much time for Tom Brady, but the Bucs just didn't want to win that game, so they just kept fumbling opportunities and shit like that. But yeah, Chubb finally got the walk-off touchdown to kind of help us both out. Mm-hmm. Uh, then probably the upset of the week, the Jaguars beat the Ravens 28-27. We both had the Ravens, so we both missed that point. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Ravens going for two was genius. Going for two was genius, and 
the field goal looked good. Did you watch the field goal kick by Tucker? I did because it, it was on the money and just short. Yeah, it was just short by like two to five yards, something like that. It it would have if it, it, it probably is the same uh, speed going up as the one that he hit from what sixty six. Mm-hmm. Because that one, if you people kind of forget, he didn't hit that. He didn't like nail. No, it. yeah, he it hit the bottom in. and bounced in his favor. So that's probably mm-hmm. probably the same distance he would have got. And then uh, next up over the four o'clock games, we have the Raiders versus the Seahawks. The Raiders won in overtime. Thanks to a massive performance by Josh Jacobs, they won forty to thirty-four. I love it. I love it. Josh Jacobs went off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, fifty-six fantasy points was it? Yeah. Okay. And our other league, he was only forty-eight, but our league, he was fifty-six. I don't know what happened. Other I think it, probably bonuses to long runs. Yeah, probably. Um, then we had the Chargers versus the Cardinals. The Chargers won twenty-five to twenty-four with another crazy two-point conversion. Attempt that won. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, all these, all these coaches just going for two. Yeah, yeah. It's it's ever since they moved that PAT back, mm-hmm. it's just been an epidemic of going for two. Well, also because they're so far back, the reason I didn't hit the Tex- Texan spread is because they had two two point conversions fail. Mm-hmm. If they kicked the extra point for both of them. I would I would have uh, gotten the point and won my parlay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next up we had the Saints versus the Forty ers the 49ers swept them 13 to 0. Um not much to say. This this game was kind of terrible. Like they were up 13 the whole game. We had this on red zone mm-hmm. and I we didn't see it at all. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. They at scored all. early and then it was just field goals after that. Yeah. Um and then next up we had the last four o'clock game, the Chiefs versus the Rams. Uh the Chiefs just dominated the Rams 26 to 10. Uh, we both had the Chargers, the Seahawks, 49ers, and Chiefs, so we only missed the Seahawks pick there. Uh, then take it over to Sunday Night Football. We had the Eagles versus the Packers. The Eagles won 40-33. to 33. Uh, Eagles were kind of in control the entire game. The Packers made, <coughs> made some attempts to come back late, but uh, weren't able to pull it out in the end. We both had the Eagles, so we both got that point. And Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and Jordan Love came in, and yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you're gonna talk about the Aaron Rodgers and the injuries, but yeah, yeah. Jordan Love got we actually got a chance to see Jordan Love. Yeah, and it wasn't great. Uh, not really at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have the stats pulled. Let me see. He uh, he was six for nine. Nice, mm-hmm. uh, 113 yards and a passing touchdown. Yeah, actually, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but when you're coming in late and like you're probably playing against like a beat up defense who didn't really plan for your play style. I don't know. You got to see him start or play a half. I only had three completions mm-hmm. and so over 100 yards and touchdown. a touchdown. And yeah. a little bit of time he's in. That's not bad. And then last but not least, Monday Night Football, the Lurs versus the Colts. Uh, the Steelers won 24-17. You had the Steelers. You got that point. Jeff Saturday doesn't know when to call timeouts. I, I don't think is that egregious. He was getting slander for it. So much slander. <laughs> too much slander. Yeah, a little bit too much. I think it was everybody that was pissed he got hired as a coach. Yeah. And they were just doubling down. Because so he let the clock run with, what, like 30 seconds left, and they're in mm-hmm. like the 15? Yeah, something like that. I would take my time, get to the line, not call timeout, then do another play, then start calling your timeouts after, which he did do. Mm-hmm. The only problem with his whole not calling timeouts is – 
uh, Matt Ryan scrambled the one time. Yeah. And, and that kind of screwed up the time. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you're throwing passes and you're doing that, then you don't want to give the other team with three timeouts too much time on the clock to yeah. just get in field goal range, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Kenny Pickett's been playing well, though, the last three weeks. No turnovers, I think, the last three weeks. Zero. Um, so he's been playing well. Uh, the Steelers have been looking like definitely like Kenny Pickett's the viable option, uh, the future of the franchise kind a of lot, thing. A lot, a lot of people. I mean, I've been obviously I'm mm-hmm. Homer, so I've yeah, been, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the best from the beginning. <laughs> but now I'm seeing a lot of national media guys are actually mm-hmm. saying like, I actually think Kenny Pickett's. He's making good throws, dude. I was watching the throws during that game. They were like on the money in tight spaces that he was throwing to. Like I think he's gonna be great down the road. Like I think I think there's a lot of he missed a lot of throws he missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, but like rookie mistakes, rookie mistakes. Ever, I, yeah, other than that, like I feel confident in a third and fifteen with him out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would have if they would have scored and there been thirty seconds on the clock with three timeouts, I would have felt confident that he would get some field range. Yep, something that you that is if you feel confident when he's on the field, that's mm-hmm. a sign that like your team might have a franchise quarterback. Yep, and I think that's his first fourth quarter comeback win. I think so. Um, so hopefully, it's just, first it's only his second win so far. Totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy. Yeah, because Trubisky won the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so with that, that brings a grand total to one fourteen in favor of you to my one hundred eight. So big, big sweep this week. What? What? Six points now. Mm-hmm. Six points. Damn, yeah. Sorry. Eh, I knew this week was coming eventually. It always happens. You so. I've accepted it. I half, your glass is half empty, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't live like that, We've bud. We've been doing this for like three years. I haven't won Pick'ems ever. It's actually the fourth, I think. Uh, okay, uh, four years. I haven't won Pick'ems ever. Right, because the first one was... I don't know. First but one he, was the SATs. Mm-hmm. Second one was Mark Sanchez jersey. Yeah. Last year was... We decided to give up on punishments because you weren't doing them. <laughs> and then you, and you were just going like, to get me a trophy or something that you still never got. I said pick one out. Uh, you want to take that home? Uh, nah. I got to drop that off for the guy that runs that league. You should just suggest gave it my friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I owed him so much like punishments. I just gave him the trophy. Um, but all right. Let's get into the injury report. Uh, leading off, Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase should be good to go for Sunday versus the Chiefs. Uh, next up, Rams Aaron Donald will miss his first game this Sunday of his career. Really? Yeah. First game of his career he's missing. That's crazy to think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When did he get drafted? 20... 16, I was going to say 15, but... Looking it up. Yeah, look it up. I'm going to say 2015 or 16. I, I was going to say 15 to 17 here, so I'll go 16. I'm trying to think of like when he played for Pitt, but I can't recall. 14. Damn. Oh, well. So, really, since 2014, he's never missed a game. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. Um, Then next up, quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so, apparently, he like injured, got what has been playing hurt the past few weeks. Um. I don't know. It seemed like one of those, like, oh, I've been playing bad. Here's my injury that I've been dealing with for a few weeks. Oh, no, no. It's not all time. Sorry, Aaron Donald. I just looked it up. Oh. He missed two games in 2017. That's it. 
Oh. So this is the third time. Uh, so I saw it on NFL.com. That's bullshit. Maybe yeah, I read bro. it wrong. Either way. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is, uh, he's dealing with like a, it's like a rib injury. Um, and it was like, they're worried with scans. It was going to be a punctured lung. Um, but the scans apparently came back good. So it looks like he's going to play. And of course it's against the bears this Sunday. So, I feel so bad for sure. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers have been having a <laughs> shitty year. You know Aaron Rodgers, like, even if he had, like, one leg, he would have played that game and just put up, like, 300 yards, two touchdowns on the Bears. It's, I feel so bad <laughs> for him. Imagine if, uh, what's it called, Bears fans also don't have Justin Fields and have to watch Trevor Simeon mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Do you think it's better That'd or be worse hell. than, like, the Browns with Big Ben? It's so much worse, I think. Yeah, statistically, I think it's worse. Statistically, yeah, it's probably. But, worse, but I think but. Ben also only lost like two games to the. <laughs> he was the most winning quarterback in their stadium. Ah, he probably still is. <laughs> he might still be. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! All right, I'm gonna look up Ben's record against the Browns real quick. Yeah. Give you a second here. Oh man. Ben uh, Roethlisberger. Speaking of Ben, I just want to uh, a side note. Yeah. His podcast, dude. He's like. He's kind of like thriving right now on the podcast game. Yeah, but Josh Kent just texted me beforehand. He goes, so I really don't know what's going on with this, but like my dad said like a lot of people were talking about like for his podcast, he invites like people over. I think he had Marquis Pouncey on mm-hmm. recently and people were complaining. They just don't give, give him snacks. <laughs> like Ben's like, hey, come check check out the game and Marquis Pouncey's going out here again. Like, man, Ben didn't have any snacks for me. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but it's kind of funny. That is funny. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Do you want snacks, dude? Him? <laughs> Do you want snacks while you're here? No, oh, no, no, no. But I think. <laughs> what if that was like the I think if we have Josh on again. <laughs> yeah. Next time Josh comes back on, we have to have snacks. He's gonna yeah, pissed. he's going to be mad. <laughs> he's going to be pissed. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Ben versus the Browns and Rodgers versus the Bears. Uh, Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears. Actually, I'll do Ben first because I don't see. Mm-hmm. Ben's popped up so quickly and Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Aaron Rodgers is twenty three and five versus the Bears. Okay, Ben is twenty six two and one versus the Browns. It's better. I think one of those losses is the playoff game. Still though, twenty twenty. Still though, yeah. So he would have been twenty six one and no, he'd be twenty seven one and one if he won that <laughs> game. That is insane. That is nuts. Yeah. Um. Next up, though, Falcons tight end Kyle Pitts undergoes season ending uh, surgery for his knee. Um. So no more Kyle Pitts. Didn't do anything. He didn't do much, anyways. Uh, then, do you think his thing is just a bad system for him, or do you think he's just kind of a bust? I think he's a bust, man. I don't know. I think he's just like, I think he's good, but I think like if you put him on like a good team, he's like tight end two. I think really? he's, I think he's just he's on the Falcons. You think you throw him on the the Bills? He doesn't get past Knox. Yeah. I don't know. I do think that. I, I see. I think Hal Pitts is just like a freak of nature athlete, but he's built for. He has a good build for a tight end, but yeah. I just don't think. Like I think he's just on a bad team that he can get his numbers pumped up, and like he's the primary focus. Because who else are you going to talk about on the Falcons besides Kyle Pitts? Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the yawn. No, you're good. Cordell uh, pa- Patterson. <laughs> Cordell Patterson. I love that guy. Um. Next up, Bills edge rush Von Miller should be returning to the team for Week 14 versus the Jets. Okay. 
So he was out. I can't remember what the injury was, but it looks like he'll be back soon. So it wasn't as bad as they initially thought. Eagle safety C.J. Gardner-Johnson is out indefinitely after he suffered a lacerated kidney. How that happened? I have no idea. I just said lacerated kidney. I was like, whoa. Is he all right? I, don't, I think he's okay. I didn't say, like, you know. I don't know. what. In, I, this might be the heavier side of indefinitely, but I don't know for sure. They didn't give, like, timetables or anything. I hate the word indefinitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me too. We, we talked about the – It's a cop-out. I think we talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah. It just sounds like – Dude, that guy's done. Yeah. But like, it could also. And it's mean, like two like, weeks. Yeah, it just could just mean like, oh, they still really don't know a timetable because they need to mm-hmm. see. It, there should be like Allen. tiers to indefinitely, minor indefinitely or major indefinitely. They should just get other words and just call indefinitely. Like, dude, mm-hmm. this dude got hit by a car last night. <laughs> like he, we have, we have zero idea. <laughs> like Miles Garrett when he flipped his Porsche, that's an indefinite. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. But like. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers stubbed his toe in his kitchen. He's out indefinitely. <laughs> that's that's just ridiculous. Then uh, Steelers Najee Harris exited Monday Night Football with an abdomen injury. I don't know his status, honestly. Definitely. Probably indefinitely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but Jalen Warren didn't look bad. Benny Snell actually had a decent game. Jay, no, Warren didn't play either. He's hurt. Oh, was he hurt? It was, it was McFarlane and Snell. Oh, McFarlane. Okay. Snell had a good game, though. Apparently. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh Going off of what we were talking about earlier with Kenny Pickett kind of being the guy, mm-hmm. he audible called that Benny Snell touchdown run. Really? It was it was Matt Cannon had another play, and he looked uh. with the defense like, that's not going to work. So he's called it an audible and gave it nice. to Snell. Nice. Love it. Love Snell it. Just get in. Matt Cannon out of there. Yeah, dude. That, that's fantastic. And then Rams, Allen Robinson will need surgery and will miss the remainder of the season. So no more Cooper Cup for a while, and Allen Robinson's done for the year. So. The Rams are like they they're just packing up their bags. They also don't have a pick this year, I think. It's it's in Detroit. Yeah, it's Detroit's pick. So Detroit is going to have what two top 10 picks this year, I think. At this rate, yeah, two I mean, top 10 picks. And then Seattle is going to get they got the Broncos pick. Mm-hmm. And the Broncos suck and they're that's turning into a top 10 pick and Seattle's like Se- seven and five right now or something like As that of right now the draft would be because i'm looking at the overall standings in reverse mm-hmm. got the texans first overall pick bears two rams are three so that goes to the lions yeah that's cr- broncos are four that goes yeah. to the seahawks <laughs> crazy saints five uh panthers six cards seven packers eight steelers nine Browns 10 rams 11 jacks mm-hmm. detroit's at uh 13 so now, detroit would have a Troy would have a, th- a third overall and thirteenth overall. Mm-hmm. I saw a t- I saw a take and I I hate him, but Colin Coward said this. Um, he thinks that the Seahawks might be planning to use some of those picks to get Aaron Rodgers. I also I heard someone else bring that up actually too. Yeah, and I honestly I think Rodgers is just staying in Green Bay at this point. I don't think I, if I'm another team, I would not use picks for Aaron Rodgers. Me neither. Yeah, I, I would not. I don't care how bad, like I don't care how down bad you are. And the thing is, Geno Smith's looking viable enough, at least until you draft the guy. Yeah, and you don't have to do it this year mm-hmm. or next mm-hmm. year. Like I think Geno Smith bought himself another year. Yeah. So if they have the Broncos pick a four, and they want to get one of these really good quarterbacks in this class that yeah. they can get, they should get him and do the sit him for a year. 
yeah. let Gina Smith play out his contract, then go. Ever since like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning going to like new teams and being successful, I feel like everybody's tried this with like quarterbacks. Like, hey, you're pretty reputable as a quarterback. Like, let's just drop everything and try to get you. Yeah. And it's just not working out for so many of these names. Yeah, like like who else? Like Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, a lot of Colts in there. Um, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Um, Matt Stafford did work out. You oh, could Brady say. and Stafford both have a, got a ring from mm-hmm. him, but like now. You could say Matt Stafford work out, but I think long term, like it wasn't worth it. Well, that's going what we. I think I asked this last week too. Would you give up the future for a ring now? I would, yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's exactly what the Rams did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's kind of working out. Yeah. Um, and then that's all I have for injuries, though. So anything, uh, any injuries that you saw last minute? I didn't see. So I just looked at uh, Najee. He did not practice today. Okay. So okay. it's probably not likely he plays. They'll probably usually, sit him. I think usually when you can tell when someone's going to be hurt or not is if they um, if they practice on Thursday. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. So I think uh, it's probably best to just sit him against the Falcons this week, because like that's a game you could win even without Najee. I think. Yeah, and if, I think Warren might be back. So mm-hmm. if Warren's back, that's between not bad. him and Snell, that's you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, let's take it over to headlines. First up, uh, Dolphins versus Chargers in Week 14 has been flexed to Sunday Night Football. It replaced the Chiefs versus the Broncos. Then yeah, that, that's that makes sense. I kind of look forward to that game just to watch. <laughs> and then next up, uh, the Chiefs claimed running back Melvin Gordon off of the waivers. So huge, pretty good ad for a uh, championship team like that. Mm-hmm. Huge. Then OBJ watch. OBJ is already in a schedule of visits with the Giants, Cowboys, and Bills. It's looking likely he'll pick a team next week sometime and maybe be playing in week. I don't know if he'd play in week 14, but maybe. Maybe play in week 14. Yeah, so it's 13 this week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were saying kind of the best case scenario is he signs early next week. Yeah. Yeah. And then that way it gets through a week of practice. Maybe use week 14 as the get, get the rust the, off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Won't play that much. Maybe get a catch or two. Mm-hmm. But then the week after is, is like coming out party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's all I have for like major headlines. It's kind of like. Getting towards the end of the year and not much is going on as far as like transactions and stuff. Um, so I decided with uh, a couple of scenarios for playoffs happening to start up the playoff picture for the uh, NFL. Um, so this week we have two scenarios for clinching. Uh, the Eagles can clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Seahawks, 49ers and Commanders loss. However, the 49ers and Seattle Seahawks cannot tie, cannot both tie. So, the Eagles are going to get birth this week. Okay. And, I mean, the Eagles are probably going to make the playoffs regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Vikings can clinch the NFC North with a win and a Lions loss. Um, the Vikings can tie and win the NFC North with a Lions loss as well. So, looks like the Vikings will also clinch the NFC North. Meaning, though, we have... makes sense. I mean, those two are the only two NFC teams that are really worth a damn. Mm-hmm. And, like, the AFC is so contested right now. It's hard to clinch. It's like, hard to clinch. There. And the NFC, like, after these two teams, it'll probably be quiet for, like, a week or two. Then... And that'll start picking up heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, then probably the 49ers would be next on the list, I'm thinking, because that... Well, Seahawks are better. Actually, yeah, true. I don't know. But they're in the same... We'll be getting to birth territory, though. So one of those, whoever wins that division is going to punch first, but yeah. Um, So for the playoff picture, if the season ended today, we would have, for the AFC, the first seed would be the Chiefs. They would get the bye week. Then we'd have the Dolphins versus the Jets, the Titans versus the Bengals, and the Ravens versus the Bills. Had like all those matchups, cool matchups. Yeah, I mean, you got obviously rematch from last year: Titans, Bengals, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Dolphins, Jets division. Yep, and then yeah, Ravens, Bills. That's I'm, just like a I'm taking the dogs and all those except the Jets. Yeah, the, like the way team: Bengals, Bills, and then Dolphins. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think by the end of it, Bills are going to win their division. They have to. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it comes down to matchups, honestly. I know, but I think so. I think they that had the head. I still, I still think the Bills are like a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like I could are going to win the Super Bowl this year. The Dolphins play the Bills again, right? Yeah, in in Buffalo. Okay, okay. So that's going to be like division right there. Yeah. Um, and then for the NFC, we have the Eagles as the one seed, as expected. They'll have the bye week, and then we have the Vikings versus the Commanders. The 49ers versus the Giants and the Bucks versus the Cowboys. Oh, sorry, I was paying attention. I was watching the football game. No, you're good. So Eagles by obviously the Vikings, Commanders, Kirk Cousins versus the old team. Depends on what time, but I'm saying uh, Vikings in that one. Yeah, 49ers versus the Giants. That's 49ers. I'm thinking. I think but it's a boring game. If OBJ goes to the Giants, it could be spicy. Yeah. The Bucks Cowboys is boring too. I think Bucks Cowboys is boring. I'm favoring the Cowboys just because I feel like the Bucks always beat up on the Cowboys, and like this will be the time they finally persevere. Like even when like as bad as the Bucks are, like that was their first game of the season this year. I think the Cowboys and the Bucks won that. Yeah, and last year too. Yeah, and last the, year too. That, that was, yeah. They opened the season last year too. The Bucks <laughs> won that one. Um, but yeah, so that's your playoff picture right now. If the season ended today, uh, with that though, let's take it over to segments. Um, real quick, sorry. I just want to oh, go. It's on the going on the game. There's a bunch of confusion. That's why, sp- whatever. It looked like there's about to be a safety because of an intentional grounding in the end zone, and they just they're reviewing it now to see if he was. And I don't think they were. He was. So uh, now it's the Patriots like on like the half yard line. Oh god, yeah. I forgot to mention we're watching the Bills Patriots Thursday night football game. Uh, it's currently the start of the second quarter, third and eighteen. Patriots are on their own one. Ramondre Stevenson almost getting a first down there though. Bills are up ten seven. Um, but let's take it over segments leading off guys got wrenching moments. So I have three, but the first one I kind of, I fuck with, like, it's not really gut wrenching. Let me hear it. Brian Robinson's big hat. I loved it. It's so funny. I loved it. Dude, I thought it was a Photoshop at first. <laughs> I did too. I honestly, yeah. I thought it was too, too. I saw it so many other places. Dude, like, oh I, I love Brian Robinson. He's killing it right now, man. But yeah, we'll get more on the bashing commanders later. Yeah, no, but uh, Brian Robinson, he did he did mm-hmm. great this week, last week. He's he's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now gut wrenching moments that are actually gut wrenching. Did you see Sean McVay like getting hit in the face, like square by his own player's helmet? It was so funny. It was so funny, and it was probably painful as shit. Yeah, like he turned around quickly, and then like a player was running across him, and he just didn't even re- realize that it was like helmet to face, and he got whacked. He got he was pissed. Too. <laughs> yeah. He looked so mad. <laughs> Oh man, that that would be painful. I'd be pissed too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I had, did you see during the Thanksgiving game, the Cowboys versus Giants? 
Dak Prescott was on the sidelines and he like he did one of those poses where his hand was on like his like sides and the palm of his hand was facing behind him. And you just he is holding his phone in his hand and you can see his uh, home screen. It's just a picture of Dak Prescott. I did see that. That's <laughs> bad. That's cringe. That's so bad. That's cringe. I've been, I've been, a, big, I've been a big, I don't want, you. Sh- as a man, you shouldn't have yourself in your background. I agree. Yeah. And like I said before, someone's like, what about like a picture of you and your girlfriend? And I had that for a while. Before. That's, a, that's acceptable. Th- that's acceptable, but I still think it's kind of weird. It is weird. It's acceptable, though. I ended up changing Because it. I could see if it's like, hey, like, yeah, my girl like wanted me to have this picture. Like, Yeah, I ended up changing it to. because I, every time I looked, looked, went on my phone, I was, like, was staring at myself. And I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> yeah. I do not want this. So Dak Prescott just likes to like look at himself when he's on his phone. I get that. I, I, I get that vibe from him. I definitely see that vibe. Um, take it over though to guys, grandiose gangs. Um, not many shakeups here till we get to the end, but number one, I have the chiefs. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about these top teams anymore. It's not going to change much. Yeah. Uh, through them then. yeah. Number two, uh, the Eagles, mm-hmm. number three, I have the dolphins. Mm-hmm. Number four, I have the bills. Number five, I have the Cowboys. Number six, I have the Vikings. I would argue maybe swap Vikings. Cowboys. But I, I can understand that, but the Vikings embarrassing loss to the Cowboys is I get that though too. Yeah, so Cowboys like, blew the Vikings. Cowboys have been like beating up on teams, and like if it wasn't for that late score at the end of the game against the Giants, they would have been winning that game pretty well handedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Vikings, like they're just kind of like you know skating by, you know, getting fortunate swings their way in the pendulum. Uh, number seven, I have the Forty ers They have sneakily won, I believe. Four games in a row, I think. I think so too. Oh uh, wait, let me fact check that. Yeah, four games in a row. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna put the Commanders up there. They're a pretty big powerhouse right now. This McCaffrey trade is working out immensely for them. Uh, number eight, I have the Bengals, who another kind of team who has been on a big win streak right now is the Bengals. They have. Three wins in a row, and that's all without Jamar Chase. So that's massive. Now that he's coming back, that's even better. They're getting hot in the right time. Which mm-hmm. That happened last year, too. Like yeah. They're in the same spot they were last year mm-hmm. right now, and obviously it's worked out for them. Yeah, number nine, I have the Jets. Mike White's a god. Uh, they're, they could, if Mike White started all season, we're the best team in the NFL. All right, calm down. <laughs> but honestly... <laughs> Projection of the stats. You can't if Breesaw doesn't get hurt and Mike White starts all season, who's stopping us? <laughs> Just out of left field, the Jets this year. Dude, well, I mean, <laughs> I the, mean the Giants too. Going, the coin tabs going to the AFC Championship. Mike White. I doubt that, but still, yeah, but it's, it's funny. <laughs> gone now, mm-hmm. but still, Mike White. I don't know. Um, number ten. This is a little bit of spicy one here, but I have the Commanders at number 10. So the Commanders have also won three games in a row, all behind the hands of Taylor Heineke. Um, I mean, the team, like, they haven't played, like, the best teams, but they did usurp the Eagles' undefeated season. They beat the Eagles, they beat the Packers, they beat the Falcons, they beat the Texans. Texans, they beat. So, like, not too many reputable wins, but I think that's good, really good wins for the Commanders. Um 
they could make playoffs at this rate. I don't know the rest of their schedule, but they, they are probably going to make playoffs at this point. Like is it going to be every team from the NFC Beast making the playoffs? Is that going to happen? I think it comes down to their, their game against the Giants. I think so, yeah, they so they play the Giants, the Giants this stuff. week, then they're on bye, and then they play the Giants again. It's going to really matter what happens these two games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they lose both, they're out. Yeah. Um, if they furthermore, s- if they win both, if they split, they could have a shot of all making the playoffs, I think. But then they play the 49ers, the Browns with Deshaun Watson back, and then the Cowboys. So it's tough. But so they need to be the Giants. So they probably won't stay at this 10 spot. But I just kind of thought, you know, they're on a three-game win streak. They're killing it. I'm going to put them in there. Because um, plus, like, every other good team, le- like, lost. Well, the, Giants, there. the Giants are on a two-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. They're playing the Commanders, Eagles, Commanders. Oh, so that could be three losses right there. Oh, they could be seven and seven oh man, a it. big flip of the coin. Then after that, they got the Vikings. Damn. Then they people fish. were calling for Ron Rivera's job earlier, too. Yeah. And now they're seven and five and they're looking decent. And Chase Young just came back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's all I have for the grandiose gangs. So let's take it over to your weenies. All right. So I posted on Instagram one set of weenies, but. Uh, breaking news came through. <laughs> so I will move it down from Lamar Jackson was number three. He is now off the list. He will now be number four, which obviously not going to be a part of the uh, season awards for the weenies. But just talk about Lamar Jackson real quick. After the Ravens blew another fourth quarter league, um, some guy was talking shit on Lamar Jackson on Twitter, and he clapped back. I'm pulling up the tweets. Oh, yeah, it was it was bad. It was like... I don't disagree with Lamar, but at the same time, you can't tweet that out you when you're a quarterback of the NFL. So he, this guy named Castle Will Kill um, <laughs> tweeted, when someone is asking for over $250 million guaranteed like at Lamar Jackson, games like this should not come down to at Justin Tucker. Let Lamar walk and spend the money on a well-rounded team. Lamar Jackson, who since deleted this, but screenshots live forever, replied, Boy, shut the fuck up. Y'all be capping too much on this app. Motherfucker never smelt a football field. Never did shit but eat a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's bad. And honestly, you can reply everything until the never did shit but eat a dick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just because that's something, yeah, that's something I would say to someone in an argument. Like, yeah. Shut up and eat a dick. But it's, very, it's kind of in its nature homophobic. Yeah. It yeah. has a public figure like that. You can't just be like. Yeah, you can't just tweet that You're out. giving a negative connotation. What if? But if this gentleman was a gay man and did want love eating dicks mm-hmm. a lot, he put some salt and pepper on the dick before he ate it. Then he should have replied, like, I will. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. So what? You still should win Just, that Just, like, game. tweet, like, a picture of him and his husband and be like, yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I've been doing that so much. But, uh, me, me, me and Dan have been doing not eating the dick part. The uh, <laughs> the oh no oh no no make it like cringy <laughs> when Grandpa dies. But yeah, they did they, they did the routine stuff in that where you know everybody was hassling Lamar and the media, and then John Harbaugh came out and was like, "Well, I'll have a conversation with Lamar about it and mm-hmm. take care of it, and it's all okay now." Yeah, it's it's kind. Of, this gives me uh. The KD vibes whenever he told uh, yeah Rappaport was it what he tell him uh, yeah except the NFL won't do anything yeah the NBA is very more like mm-hmm. come on man we we're trying to be better in the public image yeah yeah but what did he tell Rappaport it was so funny <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah, can't remember it was bad though 
Yeah, I'll look it up after the segment. We don't need to get into tangent, but it is so, those screenshots are so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, number three, we have Russell Wilson. Um, so obviously they got wrecked oh, by the God. Panthers. Um, and there's a video going around. Um, <laughs> Dean Lineman Mike Purcell was seen coming off the field and just screaming in Russell Wilson's <laughs> face during the game. Um, so after the game, uh, I have the screenshots here. They both came out and kind of said stuff about it. Russ said, he just said, we've got to fucking go. And I agree. Me and him are on the same page. That's no animosity <laughs> there at all. And he all, and then he said, we got to get a spark somewhere. So they're about to take the field. That's all it was. Um, it definitely was way more than that. Oh, yeah, it was. I imagine, like, the what was it, defensive lineman, he probably, like, cussed out Russ. And Russ was like, let's ride. <laughs> it was one nope. single tear going down his cheek. Come on, man. man Come on. Let's ride. Let's, let's ride. ride. Let's ride. <laughs> it's just a bad look for the, the Broncos suck this year and Russ is not helping. Um, what's the other thing you said? I have something else about it too, but what's the other thing you said? Well, there's the whole like running gag right now that uh, Russell Wilson has 12 bathrooms in his home mm-hmm. and he has less touchdown passes than bathrooms in his home. Yeah, let's see how many. I think he has seven. I think, I think it's also seven. I agree. But that's hilarious. Um, yeah, the man has more bathrooms than he does touchdown <laughs> passes. Dude, um, he's, and like it's, it's he has like, eight. eight. He has eight now. Okay. Um, it was just like so funny because like I, I saw like this one video pop up on my uh, TikToks about it was like an older like uh, video Russell took of himself where he started the whole Mister Unlimited thing. And it was so cringe then too. Limited. And it's like he had Sierra in the background, like prompting the questions where he would respond, Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. It was just so bad. I, I used to whenever Russ <laughs> I liked Russ, I love saying Mr. Unlimited. Dude, the only time like um, I, I really I was in debt to Russ because he won me a fantasy title. Uh it was around the time where like Macklemore and him had that commercial going. Yeah. Where it's like, don't it's touch that bird. The M- the that's that's Russell Wilson's bird, and that was my team name, Russell Wilson's bird. That's great. Um, but yeah, now it's just, it's just, and ever since then, like I always like kind of drafted him because I thought, eh, maybe I'll do it again with Russell, and he would do so good early in the season that he just fall off the face of the earth, and I was like, I'm done with him, and then he got traded to the Broncos, and then all this shit's happening. So sucks. I just want to hear like. More from the Seattle Seahawks players that played alongside him back in the day to see if all of this is like. I want to see what Marshawn has to say. Yeah. Like, he is a whole. He's and a whole we kind of had a glimmer of that, like with the whole, you had to call his manager. Yeah. To, t- sure. to talk to Russell Wilson back then. So, like, yeah, I just want to hear more about their interactions with Russell early in his career. I am so happy. There's a little bit there, point in time there. I was kind of wishing we, like, Instead of drafting quarterback this year, going for Russ. Yeah. I'm very happy drafting. <laughs> oh, Kenny God, it would have been so bad. I know, because I like Kenny Pickett. He's playing good. And if we had Russell there now, that would be a disaster. Um, <laughs> also, real quick with Russell, I also saw in the game, Brian Burns, who's a linebacker for the Panthers, mm-hmm. after he sacked Russ, he did the Russ in midfield, like arms open. <laughs> oh, that's like, great. Like he did that midfield like, right over top of Russ. It was so fun. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, I, I love that. that. I just wanted to add that. I just wrote that down. <laughs> about that. It was very funny. Um, number two, and this was number one until the breaking news happened, mm-hmm. um, the Washington Commanders. Yeah. So obviously <laughs> they won this week, but that doesn't mean they did not fuck up Sean Taylor Day for a second straight year. So um, Sean Taylor, for those who don't know, <laughs> back the – 
arguably the best Washington Redskins commander. He's a Redskin, so let's call him the Redskins um, ever. Uh, safety, he was a beast. And then he ex- he had a, an untimely death mm-hmm. during his career that kind of cut it short. Um, but he was so, so good. So a lot of fans wanted to get honored and stuff like that. Last year, to honor Sean Taylor, they put his number on the field, but in a VIP section. So Jackson Mahomes is doing TikToks on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was last year, Sean Taylor Day. This year, Sean Taylor Day, they kind of didn't, they never said the word statue, but they alluded to a statue in honor of Sean Taylor being revealed for, mm-hmm. for months now. And they unveiled it and <laughs> it was just a mannequin. It was like a they went with their uniform on it. It was like they went to their own apparel shop in the stadium. Got a Sean Taylor jersey, just got random cleats and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Threw it on a wire mannequin, and that was it. Come out. Yeah, and everyone everyone was pissed. Yeah, it was and terrible. It just shows that, like, Dan Snyder and the whole organization as of right now is just not worth a damn. Mm-hmm. And they need to, yeah. It sucks. John sucks. sucks. That, that's honestly one of the best players of all time. I, I feel bad for the Commanders fans out there, and I feel bad for the team because I like the team. Like, I like Taylor like Heineke. Team, yeah. I like Ron Vera's coach. I like Brian Robinson, Logan Thomas, but and Chase Young, but, like, God damn. They still have Landon Collins. Maybe Curtis Samuel, yeah. Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Like, great Danny teams Gibson. just – God. Their ownership and their leadership. Just it's just sucks. so bad. So yeah. Bad. Um, but all right. Number one, we need the week. I retired him earlier in the year. <laughs> Took him out of retirement today. He's back. He's back. Um, Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. There's apparently an arrest warrant issued for Antonio Brown uh, in the Tampa Bay area. Um, it's going to read what happened here. A woman who's the mother of the four of Antonio Brown's children says he, he locked her out of her house and tossed all of her belongings out and threatened to shoot her. Jeez. Yeah. And then, uh, Tampa police requested to come out of the house and he had a little standoff with police and he just wouldn't come out. <laughs> uh, just put him in jail. Like what, what are we doing? They're trying. <laughs> They're literally yeah. trying to put him in jail. I mean, they had ample opportunities before, though, and they didn't do it. I mean, I people overlook all the sex allegations against him mm-hmm. here in Pittsburgh. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. No. That, that was early podcast here. I was, talking was that like the about. naked he was, painting? He was like jerking off on a girl's back. Like, yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah. Hey, can you paint this wall for me? And then he's, she's like doing she's it. She's like painting. And he and came out with his robe <laughs> open and his dick out. Oh, and like God. one time he like had a boner and like poked it in the back of a girl's head while she was doing other work. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Like he, he, th- that's a guy who needs to just go to jail. Yeah, literally. Like he just needs to go to jail. We need to be done with this. Remember the time like, he um, he threw all that stuff out of his balcony and almost hit a toddler? Yeah. Like he's not a functioning member of society. Remember when he threw a bike at the security guy stand? Mm-hmm. He threw a rock at a UPS driver? Yep. What, 110 mm-hmm. down McKnight Road? Yeah, yeah. Like this man I do remember many, that. Many things. Dude, it's him. hard to go 110 down there too. I I haven't gone more than like 50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine going 110 down there. Um, yeah, just put him in jail. What the fuck are we doing? He's playing stuff. He's he's a scumbag. And not even jail. Put him in a cycle. He never contributes to society in any way, shape, or form. No, 
He so. did when he was good at football, and he was yeah not a piece of shit. But now like he doesn't have the protective veil like of football to yeah to cover his ass. And he's a scumbag. He doesn't do anything good. He just trolls people nowadays. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he uh yeah, I think he needs arrested too. All right. Yeah, he's number one. I took him out of retirement. Nice. Okay. Um, and then that's all the weenies. You should have done. And still, yeah. <laughs> and still, weenie reigning champion, the um, undisputed. Actually, let's check. Let's check it on the standings real quick. I just think <clears throat> I retired him, but he did get. He got week four. He had he never won again. So he's at yeah, six points right that was, now. That was the poll incident. I think. What was that one? That was the poll incident. That's the poll incident. Another thing, mm-hmm. dude. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the poll incident. So I think he's probably right now number two in the standings <laughs> behind uh, Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Won Unlimited. He won a lot this year. <laughs> yeah. um, three. So we the week. One AB, two Commanders, three Russell Wilson, and then honorable mention Lamar Jackson. Um, wager of the week. Yeah. This week. What do you got? Um, so when I have when I bring stats to my wages of the week, that's yeah. not like a coin flip type stat. Mm-hmm. They've been hitting. The last time I had a stat, I've only had three stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably one twice. One was the Turkey Day Parlay. Mm-hmm. One was the uh, the Bengals versus the Falcons. Yeah, that was this a good one. one um, I'm taking the Saints plus four versus the Bucks. Ooh. So Tom Brady is two and eleven yep. against the spread in night games since joining the Bucks. Yep, he is so bad in prime time. Mm-hmm. It's Saints Bucks. And he's so bad against the Saints too. And he's bad against the Saints. I couldn't find any specific stats, but yeah. night game stat alone, two and eleven versus spread. Yeah. Um. So I think will the Bucks win? Maybe will the Saints cover plus four? Probably. Yeah, I agree with that. I like so that. I'm I'm going Saints plus four. Okay. Okay. I like that. I fuck with it. I vibe with it. You rock with it. I rock. I lean with it and rock with it. No, you don't. Yeah. I I don't. I, I don't see you leaning or rocking. I'm actually doing both in this chair right now. Ooh. So right now, I actually look. The spread is three and a half. It's still gonna take the Saints three and a half, but I like to better at four. Yeah. True. I like whole numbers because it gives you a little more leeway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. That's like a uh, the Saints are up by three and Tom Brady is a game winning touchdown drive. Mm. Four would cover. Yeah. Uh, but all right, we're going to do pickums now. Yeah, let's do pickums. All right, we both had Bills, right? Yep, we both had the Bills for Thursday Night Football. And as of right now, four minutes left in the second. The Bills are winning 17 to seven. Um, yeah, who scored? Diggs and uh, Davis. Davis, okay. And then on the other, on the Pat side, a running back named Jones. It's not Stevenson. Mm, gotcha. Their backup running back ran it for like 40 yards. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it was a crazy run. Um, but all right, 1 o'clock games. Right at the top, we have the Titans in Philly versus the Eagles. The oh. Eagles are four-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's way too low. I'm taking the Eagles. I think they're going way by way more. The Eagles are good. Their defense is a little banged up, and they've mm-hmm. kind of been struggling lately. They need to get right game at home. And the Titans, they're solid. I definitely think they're good, but I think the Eagles should have this easy. Jordan Davis still isn't back, right? Jordan Davis, I'm checking the injuries actually as we speak. Uh-huh. Because I'm seeing where uh, Maddox is playing or not. Yeah. Um. Jordan Davis is on IR, so yeah, he's still out. Okay. Um, so is Maddox. So 
I'm going Eagles, but the Eagles' defense is carried mostly by its turnover margin with the secondary. Its run defense isn't spectacular. We're also late in the year where Tennessee can run the ball effectively. Because Derrick Henry. Because Derrick Henry. Um, so, wait, I'm kind of looking ahead here <laughs> just to see how differential we might be. Because you need, you need points. You need to make up points. Yeah, here. I need to make up So you're points. thinking about taking the Titans. I'm thinking about taking the Titans. I mean, I also don't think it's that um, bad because the Derrick Henry and Jordan Davis thing being out, that's a good, very good point I think to consider when I was hyping up the Eagles a second ago. But I don't know. I just I can see the Eagles winning this game. But I'm going to go with the Eagles because they are at home, though. A.J. Brown revenge it. game? That more so. Yeah, you sold me on it. A.J. Brown's going to go off, dude. Okay, so I'll take back what I said. It will be competitive because of what I just said. However... AJ Brown revenge game. You can't beat that. He's gonna have like three. That's touchdowns. that's like yeah. That's the end all be all. That might be my other wager week. I might just get <laughs> two plus touchdowns. Wow, two plus, two, at least two. Yeah. So two, two plus is two or more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then that's yeah. I agree with that. Three's interesting, but where are the odds three's, on three? Three's a lot. Like oh, three. I no. I can't see three. I can't see three. I can see two. I can see 110 yards, two touchdowns. Look up the odds. Oh no. Well, I, I, this is the worst one. We start talking about stuff like that because I start yeah. thinking, it's like, give me the plus 10,000. <laughs> yeah. um, it never hits, but mm-hmm. uh, sorry, it's locked. I'd say two touchdowns. Two touchdowns over 100 yards. All right, so let's go to NFL. Sorry, tangent time because this is an interesting tangent. People will be on the edge of their seats here waiting for this. Um, Where is the Eagles and the Titans? Yeah, you. if it wasn't for A.J. Brown revenge game, then. Okay, TD score props. Score three plus. AJ Brown plus 5,000. So that's $5 when 250. Damn. <laughs> plus gonna, two is right, yeah. plus 700. So that's five bucks when 35. I might do that. Yeah, that's not bad. That's That's good odds still, and I think it's more manageable. But <laughs> five bucks from two fifty, dude. I don't know if three. I don't know if we'll score three times. Honestly, how many touchdowns did he have against the Steelers? Three. That was the only time he did that, though. I know, but he he has in his bag. Yeah, but the Titans' def. Well, Titans' defense is bad. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I but wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do three. Three is. I mean, it's also five it. bucks. I might. I might put a bigger bet on two, and then just throw another random five bucks. Yeah, on. that's fair. Because I have ten on two, five on three. Because I feel like a big, big old idiot mm-hmm. if, if we're just yeah, he scores three and he gets three at the yeah, end of the day. That's fair. So I might, I can donate five dollars to Fanduel from that. <laughs> um, all right, next game we got the Packers versus the Bears in Chicago. The Packers are three and a half point favorites. I think this spread should be ten at least. Yeah, especially with Aaron Rodgers plan. Like that Aaron Rodgers should get ten points against the Bears regardless. <laughs> yeah. So this should be a thirteen and a half point spread. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um next game we have the Jaguars in Detroit versus the Lions. Ooh. The Jags are one point favorite. Ooh. I don't know what to do. I'm going Lions. You're going Lions? I mean ETN's hurt. Zay Jones might be hurt. Um Christian Kirk is active, but I mean I don't know. I think the line. ETN's pr- probably playing. Probably playing. Most likely. On fantasy, they're they're anticipating him to play. Has he practiced? Yes. 
limited or full? Mr. Unlimited. Oh, let me look. If he's practicing full on Thursday, then he's definitely playing. If it's limited, it's likely. Hmm. Weird. The uh, score app does not doesn't say if you practice or not. But it's all right. Um, I'm going Jags. How about that? Okay. I mean, I'm going to stick with the Lions. They're the home team as well. Good news is that despite missing much of Week 12 due to foot injury, ETN was available to return to the field, but the team has been playing it safe with their young star, assuming he's good to go this match against Detroit. Um, yeah, he did practice today. Okay, okay. Next up. Sorry, I, I, was, I was in the stats here. I have to go back. Um, next, we have the Browns versus the Texans. Deshaun Watson's return to Houston. Oh, the spread. Uh, seven points is what it is. From the sports book. And you're going 14. You're going It's your 10. turn. That's mine. I did it last week. Fuck. I did it against the Dolphins and had set to 14. Because the spread is 13. Deshaun Watson back against Houston. Revenge game. I also heard, I don't know if this has to do anything, this changed your mm-hmm. mindset. I heard all of his, uh, Accusers are going to be there. Yeah, I heard ten of them will be. They're all going to be sitting together, yeah. like and like trying to harass them. That's that That's why is I love nuts. Sports. This place is going to be rocking right now. I. It's going to be an electric game. Um, I'm honestly, I'm not going to do it, but like taking the Texans here wouldn't be a bad. It event. wouldn't be, yeah. Like, but I'm not going to do. that. I'm not going to do it either. But like, I could see the Texans winning this game. I'm going to go 10. I think 10's a good one to go with. I'm going to go 10. I think, as much as I think I could see the Titans win this game. Texans I can see it game, being close. I can also see Deshaun Watson just shitting on them. I can see him shitting on them, but I can also see like Deshaun Watson having this game where he gets the rust off. And they not skate by, but the victory isn't as well as isn't like easily won. Yeah, I think I think you did a good job picking 10 there. I'm going to go under. Because I also saw videos today of Deshaun Watson at practice, and it looks bad. Yeah, all of his passes. I are did bad. see that. Yeah, so there's a, there's a tweet saying, uh, I think I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, um, it was I like he had massage oil, oil on, on the balls, balls <laughs> or something like that. Um, oh man. I, yeah, I think I think if they win this game, it's going to be in the run game, and that run when you rely on the run game, mm-hmm. that really makes for like not as many points scored because the clock's rolling. Yeah, true too. Um so I think it's gonna be a low scoring game, which makes me want to go under ten more. Okay. Fair enough. Next we have the Jets versus the Vikings oh. in Minnesota. The Vikings are three point favorites. I'm gonna go Vikings here. Yeah, just because it's not prime time and it's at home. Hey, I mean Kirk Cousins played good against the Pats in prime time on Thursday. Prime time Kirk jokes might be over. Um, next, we got Broncos versus Ravens in Baltimore. The Ravens are eight and a half point favorites. Ravens. Okay, we got Broncos here. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we have the Commanders versus the Giants in New York. Ooh. The Commanders are two point favorites. No way. The Commanders are two point favorites. Really? Uh, they're road favorites. I'm going Giants. I was gonna go Giants too. Yeah, I mean, oh fuck, what? Um, God damn it! Oh, you not want me to go Giants? No, I mean, it's, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Giants. 
I I just I wanted differences, but I guess I don't know. I mean, I think the Commanders could win this game easily. I just think the Giants at home they need to win this. Yeah, they need to win the command. Like, I, I, Commanders. Are I do hot, like the Commanders. The Commanders out. are hot, but yeah, we'll run and out. The last couple games, Taylor Heineke has not looked good. They'll drop this one to the Giants, go on to the bye week, and, and win, win the, the next, next one against the Giants. Yeah. So too. Um, the last one o'clock game, we have the Steelers in Atlanta versus the Falcons. The Steelers are one point favorites. Um, obviously, I'm getting Steelers. I go Steelers every time. Mm-hmm. I'm going Steelers as well. I can't, I can't pick the Falcons. You want for differences? You want the crack team? No, I can't do it. I just can't. I don't see it. I mean, even though it's in Atlanta, I just can't fathom it. I agree. I mean, Kyle Pitts is out, and like tight ends, like the one position that notoriously kills the Steelers. Like if you have a good tight end, like we get fucked on. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Pitts is done. So like, who the hell are you going to use? Like. It's gonna be low scoring. I'm thinking I like I can't name a single. I'm thinking twenty to thirteen. I don't think I can name a single Falcons skill player that's not Patterson. Zacchaeus. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Zacchaeus, Drake London. Oh, uh, London, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. they don't have Hayden Hurst anymore. No, Hurst is on. Um. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Zacchaeus and uh, Drake, Drake London. London. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're and Aguilar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still still skill position though. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's mm-hmm. so. Um. All right, four or five. We have the Dolphins in in San Fran versus Forty ers The Forty ers are four point favorites. Dolphins. Give me a Forty ers are you doing that for the differences, or are you just going? Okay. I'm doing that for their home. Dolphins I, I are on West Coast. The Mike McDaniel versus his old coach. I think Shanahan's going to fucking outcoach him. Ooh, revenge game. It's Master versus the Apprentice. Yeah. I'm taking the Master. I'm taking the home team. Okay. Their offense got rejuvenated the last mm-hmm. few weeks, which it's kind of nice to see. Yeah, that's true. With the exception of last week, they put up 13 points. Mm-hmm. And then... The Dolphins are good. They're due for a loss, too. I think the 49ers don't have an answer for the Waddle-Hill duo. And, wait for this, there is currently, right now, I'm pretty sure, a huge-ass blizzard hitting San Fran. Oh, in San Fran. damn weather. So, Fuck. we got the the northern, I mean, the southern uh, Miami boys in the blizzard. I'm sticking with the Dolphins, but snow definitely hinges on that. Decision. I just remember the snow right yeah. now. Yeah, snow. They're, they're getting hit by huge, like, three feet of snow right now. If it's Sunday morning and I see snow on the ground in San Fran, I would definitely go 49ers. But I'm going to stick with Dolphins. Yeah. Um, Next, we have Seahawks versus Rams. Um, In L.A., the Seahawks are seven-point favorites. Seahawks. Seahawks. We have next. We have the Chargers <laughs> versus Raiders We're at four twenty-five in Vegas. The Raiders are one-point favorites. That's crap. That's that's crap, right? That's got to be. I'm going Chargers. I don't care if the Raiders have won back to back. I'm also going Chargers. I don't. I can't trust Josh McDaniels. I, I mean, I still. I, the Raiders are frauds. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was a lucky win against the Seahawks. It was, yeah. Like I, I'm. I wasn't really rooting for them. I really don't care about the Raiders as like I have Josh Jacobs, so I'm pumped about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I've been calling the Raiders frauds all year, and the Chargers aren't fraudulent. They're just hurt. They're injured, not frauds. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, if they were completely healthy the entire year, they'd be a very different spot. Than yeah, but right we've now. been saying that a lot for the Chargers over the past couple of years. Because they keep being fucked every single year. <laughs> Last year, they lost Derwin James. Yeah. This year, they lost that one guard they have that's, like, their best lineman mm-hmm. in, like, first week. And they also lost someone else. They lost Bosa, didn't they? For a little bit. I don't think yeah. He's still, is he still out? I don't know. Yeah, they, they have a couple people out. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going Chargers. Okay. Next, we have the Chiefs versus the Bungles in Cincy. The Chiefs are two-point favorites. I'm going Bungles here. Jamar Chase is back. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been hot. I'm going to go Chiefs. Yeah. I, I don't want to yeah. bet against Patty Mahomes. I get that. I get that. I do think – I hate the Bungles. I do think the Bungles are playing really good, though. I think the Bengals are playing on a very good win streak right now. Jamar Chase is coming back. I think they win this game. If they play in the playoffs, they lose in the playoffs. I can see that, too. They, they split games against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs won the playoff game. Yeah. I can see that, too, but I'm still sticking with the Chiefs there. Um, and then for Sunday night, we have the best Sunday night game of the year. Um, Colts <laughs> versus in Dallas versus the Cowboys. The Cowboys are 10.5-point favorites. Ugh. I don't think that's enough. I think the Cowboys <laughs> yeah. are going to destroy them. Um. Yeah, Cowboys. Dude, Matt Ryan. They what? Their first pass completion against the Steelers was like in the end of the first quarter, mm-hmm. or beginning of the second quarter, or something like that. Crazy yeah. stat. That's insane. That that Cowboys defense is gonna tear that Colts offense apart. Um. Then finally Monday night we have the Saints versus the Bucks in Tampa Bay. The Bucks are three and a half point favorites. Four on the sports book I saw. Are you doing it? I'm going Bucks. I was gonna go Bucks because I think the Bucks are gonna win, but the yeah, Saints yeah, Saints cover. cover. Okay, yeah. I, w- I I started writing Saints for you, but I was like, wait, he might go Bucks actually. Yeah, I, I I'm, and I'm also going Bucks here in case my wager doesn't hit. Yeah, but yeah. I still think my wager. And Bucks. the Saints are like, they're bad. <laughs> Should I parlay? The the spread Bucks, Bucks to win, Saints to cover. That's not bad. That's not bad. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. If it goes wrong, it's bad. <laughs> it's very bad. It's very bad if it goes wrong, but if it goes right, you look like a genius. Um, personally, I'm not a fan of putting two eggs into one basket, but... I mean, the last time I did it this year, I almost hit. Yeah, but almost, keyword there. And it was it was the Pats and the uh, Jets. Yeah. And it only didn't hit because the Pats returned a punt. Gotcha. Um, but all right, so two differences this week aside from the spread. You have the 49ers, I have the Dolphins, you have the Chiefs, I have the Bengals. That's it? Yep. Fuck, this is going to go your really? way. Really? Yeah, that's it. Oh, I thought we did another one early. Oh, you switched, didn't you? I didn't go. Oh, wait, Lions-Jags, you're right. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lions-Jags, you're right, you're right, you're right. That's so we have three differences. There was one early that was like. Three differences. I like the the Lions are the only ones I'm confident in on that. That's actually the only one I'm, I'm very hesitant on, so. Okay. So I think you're right there. All right. All right, with that being said, let's take over pop culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, and let's get into some pop culture. Leading off with movies, I really didn't have much besides the trailers that dropped this week. But leading off, we'll review the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, It aired right after Thanksgiving on the 25th. Um, We both got a chance to see it. It was hilarious. There, it was. It was. It was great. It was excellent. It was. It made me laugh. Mm-hmm. It made me cry. 
Yeah. Made me horny. A little bit. Just, just Drax. Just Drax made me horny. <laughs> That's what made me horny. Um, no, but actually, though, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like when they were shooting at Drax, he was just laughing. <laughs> that was killing me. Oh, with the cops? Yeah. yeah. The cops were just shooting. Yeah, he's he's like, like, flipped <laughs> the tr- she, like, flipped the car, yeah, and Mantis, like, starts, like, I, she gets out something to them. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about this, and, like, puts them to sleep or something. <laughs> I forget. I just love the banter between them. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever, like, they bring Kevin Bacon in the, in the present, and Chris Pratt's, like, what did you do to him? Like, <laughs> to look to Mantis, and then Groot says something, and he's like, what do you mean you weren't, you didn't agree with it? You carried him out here. You, you rolled him out, out here. here. That's so, that, that part was, like, my favorite, I think. <laughs> And he's I, like, oh. <laughs> um, the song in the beginning. Oh, uh, yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. but basically, like, I don't know much about Santa, but, like, here's everything I posted together from Cosmo and Rocket. <laughs> and it was just, like, not Santa at all. Yeah, it was just, like, the worst ideas, idealization of Santa Claus. They had a uh, one of my favorite christmas songs like most underrated christmas songs in in this mm-hmm. the, uh, once i heard that SNL. i was like ryan's gonna love that yeah yeah, yeah the <laughs> snl song yeah but that's like a weird cover of it it was yeah like, i kind of want that cover you should look it up i know i might probably find it I, I love that song and then the whole bit about like he's an actor he's like ew. Oh, yeah <laughs> well we can't tell quill that's gonna be heartbroken <laughs> Nebula dancing at the end with uh mm-hmm. whatever they're playing. I mean, we're just naming parts of this that we thought was funny because that's all it really is. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing really. The only thing you learn that expands the universe. The spoiler. Yeah, is Mantis's Peter Quill's sister, half sister. Yeah. Uh, Ego's her father. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, you could kind of. I I there's, insinuate. I figured that would be the case. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, that was like where I kind of shed a tear because mm-hmm. like when Mantis was telling Peter, she was like it's crying. Like the best and, gift ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter's response was so nice. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it was a very good special. It was only like what forty minutes, something like that. Yeah, um, it flies by. Definitely oh, worth the watch. You also find out the the uh, Guardians bought nowhere from the Collector. Yeah, so now they own that town. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's a sitcom so, that's, base. that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, sitcom base. Yeah, their home base is just nowhere that they run. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon killed it. Kevin Bacon was hilarious too. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from the special though? I can't think of anything else. Not Cosmo. Oh. Cosmo was good. Cosmo's great, but Nebula g- gave Rocket Bucky's arm. Yeah, that's right. I watched a whole <laughs> uh, nerdy video. It's seven minutes long, breaking down if that's really Bucky's arm or not. Yeah, is it? The, uh, this video said no. Fuckers. This video said it looks like Bucky's arm, but there's this. Like, they, they had like still <laughs> shots. It pointed out one part of the arm was different colors and stuff. Oh, God. So their theory is that Nebula just knew that Rocket wanted it, and she has like experience with making yeah like, cybernetic arms. arms and stuff for herself. <laughs> yeah. So she has put it together for Rocket. You got me the arm. <laughs> but I think that was more of just like a throwaway joke. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think there should have been an eight-minute eight, eight minute video. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> but those kinds of videos are how I fall asleep at night. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so then moving on, but relating, the Disney actually dropped the new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 today. Um, out of nowhere. So. Out of nowhere, yeah. Um, Literally out of, out of nowhere. Trailer looks amazing. I mean, not much is revealed. Um, 
you you just kind of know the whole stories about what's that guy called the uh, high evolutionary the high evolutionary yeah played by the guy from uh, Peacemaker. Oh, is it the same guy? It's the same actor. Okay, cool. He's playing the high evolutionary. The uh, what's his name? Marv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name was? yeah. He's good. I like that. Oh yeah. Um, so, you saw you, Adam Warlock. Yeah, you get a glimpse of Adam Warlock. You you know the story is gonna be about Rocket. Seems like Rocket might die by the end. Once part of the thing, it had Peter's crying. Yeah, you just see the tubes kind of, looked, of a hospital bed or something. Yeah, it kind of looked like his tiny hospital stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking Rocket's going to die. That's I, that's my expectation. I I think so too. But this is kind of because I also heard this is kind of more of his origin story. Mm-hmm. This episode, this movie. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm. I hope not. I'm very hyped up for this movie. Like I wanted to watch the trailer again. After I watch it once, and I won't watch it again. This, <laughs> Let's just put it on again. Um, but yeah, like the the graphics, the CGI looks amazing for like the ship coming down to the high evolutionary uh, village, whatever Zootopia thing. Um, all of it looks good. Drax in a shirt was weird. That was a very weird sight. Jax also threw a ball at. Uh... <laughs> he just throws a four square ball at this little kid, and then then everyone starts like pelting him with this <laughs> yeah. shit too. Oh, man. I, I just, what I like, too, is they didn't really show, like, how Gamora is going to be included in the story. They showed Gamora, but it seemed yeah. like they kept showing Gamora in the same scene. Mm-hmm. Like, not much outside of that one scene. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I also agree. I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, so I hope it stays like that. See, like, I just, I don't want another trailer now, you know? But we'll probably get another. We'll get another. This will be Super Bowl trailer territory. Come out May. Yeah, Super so, Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl will be the perfect. Super Bowl trailer for this. I'm thinking Super Bowl trailer because then also the next week is when Ant Man comes out, so it'll be in the Ant Man before mm-hmm. the Ant Man movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same week, so they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll premiere during the Super Bowl. Yep, and then yep. you will also see in theaters with Ant Man. Yep, I agree. Um, but yeah, it looks amazing. Definitely check out the trailer. Um, Marvel's on its way back. It's on its way back slowly but surely. I. Don't want to tangent, but I know we don't have much for pop culture, so I figured mm-hmm. this would be a good place to insert. Now you said that. I also watched the same channel, did a nerdy uh, ranking of all the Phase 4 movies. Okay. And I just kind of see where you might put them off, just off the top of your head. Just straight movies? So the seven, so the seven ones they did, they considered just movies to this point, mm-hmm. was... Doctor Strange 2. Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Wakanda Forever, Shang-Chi, uh, Eternals, Black Widow... Love, a uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Is that seven, or is that one yeah more? seven? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Eternals, Black Widow, Wakanda. I'm gonna go from the bottom Man. up. Yeah. Black Widow, Eternals, Love and Thunder. Then we got what? Strange, Spider Man, Wakanda Forever, and Shang Chi. Are the four? I'm gonna go Strange. Wakanda Forever, Shang-Chi, No Way Home. No Way Home 1, Shang-Chi 2, Wakanda Forever 3. You know what's funny? Yeah. I have the exact same list, but I have one thing switched. I have Eternals at the bottom and, and Black Widow second to last. Yeah, I just didn't like Black Widow. I hated Eternals. The only thing I liked out of Black Widow was the Red Guardian and... Elena. Elena, Yeah. And even the mom was good too. Like the whole Black Widow family was great. 
But the writing, the plot, the villain. Taskmaster. Yeah, that was being, all bad. Uh, a brain dead mm-hmm. person who was aligning the Avengers. Yeah. I hated that. But I liked the rest of it. I actually rewatched Black Widow after I saw it once. Mm-hmm. I've never gone back to Eternals and probably never will. I, I hated it. So with the Eternals, I liked it up until the ending. Icarus flew to the side. Yeah, that was those. where I, that's what that was where I was like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> Get it? Because like Icarus flew too close to the sun. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, we're gonna have Icarus just... go right into the sun. <laughs> but like, I enjoyed the movie up until that point. The only thing I hated about Eternals was the ending and not enough Black Knight. I thought this celestial being in the planet was stupid. I thought the Eternals actually being cybernetic beings is stupid eh. I thought some of the cast is very underutilized for how star studded it was that's fair I mean these are all fair assessments but I think I still enjoyed it more than Black Widow mm-hmm. Um, but yeah definitely No Way Home No Way Home is my, is my number one and yeah, you just can't beat that like Chong-Chi was like the surprise of like the yeah. MCU for me. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I, mean, I thought I was going to not like that movie, and yeah. I really... That was, like, the best fighting I've, like, choreographed I've ever seen, like, in a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm, for sure, for sure. Like, up there with, like, Captain America Winter Soldier. And, like, the fights. CGI in the final battle was great. Like, the humor was good. It wasn't too overused. Um, whereas Thor, Thor Love and Thunder, the humor was, like, a bit much. Like, they needed to, like, dial it back a little bit. That was maybe I wish that... It was way better than it was, and I wish it was longer than it was. Yeah. Yeah, agree. Agree. More so, Christian Bale. Yeah, he was so good. He was so good. Yeah. Ugh, it's over. I actually found out when I was watching that video, too. Um, do you know Taika Waititi didn't write Ragnarok? He just directed, and in this movie he wrote and directed. So a lot of people were saying, maybe oh. Taika Waititi is a good director. But he just kind of sucks a fraud. He's a fraud. Yeah, he didn't write Ragnarok. <laughs> Damn. He directed it with Free was, Guy was good though. He directed that, didn't he? Yeah, see directing he's fine. It's yeah. Just, he, oh, he wrote write and it. directed oh. Love and Thunder. Gotcha. And so that's what they're Ooh, saying. That is, worries me about his Star Wars movies then. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Developments. Okay. Um, but yeah, go check out the Guardians three trailer is great. Uh other new trailers have dropped. Uh the new Super Mario Bros. trailer came out. Uh we get more looks at not just Mario and Toad, but we also get Peach and Donkey Kong, uh, Cranky Kong. Um, I don't know, man. So, like, this movie, I was really out on at the teaser with Chris Pratt's voice. After seeing this trailer with more of, like, what the movie's going to be, I'm I'm more in, but I'm not going to see it in theaters. I will definitely see it, though, like, the first day it's out on a streaming platform. Um I think the I think the animation, like I said before, is one of the most beautiful I've seen in like anything. Like it's like on the caliber of like Toy Story Four and all that. You know, the animation's like crisp. The animation was amazing. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that's kind of keeping me in it. Yeah, yeah, I get I, that. I didn't like the video game. That I mean, obviously it's a video game movie, but well, I you will see how it's used. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I'm willing to, like, hear it out, but from what I'm looking at, I don't know. Um, Like, the whole Rainbow Road thing at the end, that was sick to me. I thought it was cool. And I was like, mm-hmm. that, that's dope. Like, Rainbow Road, they're, Mario, they're in a Mario Kart and mm-hmm. stuff. But I just don't know if I'd like that as a plot. 
Yeah. I feel like I think it's gonna wedge the game in our face, like True. With, with the scenes of him going across that shit with the the shit obstacle spinning, course, yeah, and then the fish coming up and jumping over like the game was the cheap shapes, yeah, and the and the Mario Kart and the Rainbow Road, like I think they're just gonna slap the game in our face. Mm. Even the Donkey Kong fight seemed like Smash Bros. Yeah, it did seem like that. So they're all kind of like doing stuff from different Mario games. He was in the squirrel suit from Odyssey or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, Tanoki Mario. Yeah. That's from like Super Mario 3. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. But I I think they're going to go too hard on like, remember this in the games? Remember this in the games? So. Remember this in the games? Two things. One, also the Easter eggs on that Mario Kart scene. Like you see Cranky Kong in the back. You can see what looks like Diddy Kong. And all that, like all these other characters. I saw like Bowser Jr. in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of cool too. Like the little uh, sh- um, s- circular. Yeah. Thing. Ooh, actually, two two things with that. Number two, I feel like we're gonna. I feel like Charlie Day's Luigi is gonna steal the show. I agree. But he's gonna be so underused because he's gonna be kidnapped the entire time. Yeah, I can see that. Too. Like he's gonna have like four, like three or four scenes, and it's gonna be like. <sighs> You know, I don't actually I can see him being kidnapped as, to the point where it's like he's not in with Mario the whole movie. Mm-hmm. But just from the teaser where you see him by himself in Luigi's mansion. Yeah, I can see him like getting away and just having his own side plot during the whole. That'd plot. be cool. That'd be cool. Like, every once in a while it cuts back to Luigi, him escaping mm-hmm. the Bowser shit. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like that. Yeah. But I just feel like he's going to be kidnapped the whole time. They didn't want to do like the kidnap Princess Peach. So they're like, let's just kidnap Cause Luigi. Girls get it done. Yeah, because girls get it done. Um, hey, let's base third it off thing this though, game, but except for the misogyny part. <laughs> third thing though, I think I will see this movie opening night if there's confirmation that Yoshi talks like, "Hey, I'm a fucking green dinosaur." <laughs> like, like what do you the, the odds are on me- that? Like the memes. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> hey, I'm Yoshi. I'm a fucking green dinosaur. <laughs> I, lo- I love that name. <laughs> What do you think the odds are for that? Ah, like negative zero. I could see them just doing the A part as like a, a little nod. A little it would be funny nod. if they got some voice like Gilbert Gottfried or something. R. Like, R. and he said like one line the entire movie towards R. the R. end. R. Yeah. Oh, wait, he did die? He died. Fuck. Damn. I didn't process that one yet. Who else is a good deep voice? It happened a couple months ago. Maybe Danny DeVito. <laughs> Ray Liotta. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito would be great. Have him and <laughs> Luigi. I'm the trash man. <laughs> yeah, have him and Luigi like a whole banter. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know, man. I think I think this movie could have potential behind it. But Oh, make it James Gandolfini. Wait. Oh, he died. <laughs> yeah, that's something. Yeah, why? I was naming people who died. <laughs> His voice would be perfect for the A. I'm a fucking. <laughs> um, get the guy who played Christopher Montesanti. Hey, hey, Luigi. <laughs> said T's Luigi. Hey Mario. The, I don't know about this guy Bowser. <laughs> 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 I, I think it's I think it's Toadette. She's working for the feds. <laughs> <laughs> um. But then the last trailer we had, Cocaine Bear. So it's Elizabeth Banks' movie that's revolving around the story of 
a shipment of cocaine falling into, I guess, the woods or some shit, and a bear eating it. Well, true story. Yeah, it's based on true story. That's the true story part. Yeah. That all happened. Everything yeah. else is after Everything that's... else is made up, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. so it, it's... There was cocaine found in the woods, and a bear ate it. The bear just died. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what the, if? The, but they're like, what if this boat just got really coked out and <laughs> ate everybody? And I'm kind of for it, honestly. So like, it it seems just like a very bad sci-fi movie that could be so bad it's like a cult classic. I feel like Sharknado is in that. Like category. Sharknado, yeah. I mean, people love Sharknado. The animation kind of seems like it too. Yeah, like, <laughs> that bear did not look good CGI wise. Like, yeah, but yeah, but like, cause how how are you gonna realistically put like a, a bear on cocaine? Yeah, I don't know. Like, like, that's kind <laughs> of hard. Who to make greenlit it look good. this movie at the studios? Universal, I think, is making it. Is is, is it Universal? <laughs> I think it's Universal. Yeah. Wow, I thought it was gonna be like an A twenty four or something like that. No, I think it's like a legit studio. That's so like, yeah, we'll make cocaine bear. I, I'm honestly might see this. <laughs> this would be one of those. I'll go to theaters to see it, but it has to be on like discounted movie night. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I won't that. pay full price for a cocaine mm-hmm. bear ticket. Um, but that's all I had for movies, except for one trailer. That I almost forgot to mention. Disney also dropped the Indian Indiana Jones Five trailer, uh, the Dial of Destiny. So, I don't know. I mean, you're more of an indie fan than me, I'd say. Um. I think the de aging scenes look bad, but there's definitely time to fix that. Yeah, it's it's tough to tell in a uh, trailer. Yeah, yeah, for because sure. Because it's you only get a little glimpse, and also mm-hmm. all the effects aren't done yet. So I have a question: Do you think that? So did you notice in the crowd scenes in that trailer, like we're in there in the daylight streets, and it was crowded? Uh, did you see the guy on the motorcycle with like the very short mustache and the gelled hair? Do you think that was like older mutt? That didn't look like him, though. It didn't look like him, but like the look. So this is based in like the '60s, '70s, I think, right? I don't know. I think this movie's like in the '60s. This is after Crystal Skull on the timeline. Okay. And that is Crystal Skull's in the '50s. Okay. So this has to be '60s, '70s. Okay, so he's ten years older than Shia LaBeouf would have been. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. I think they're just not going to have Mutt in this. It kind of looked like Mutt, though. Just it looked like some guy playing mutt. So I did notice that at first, and I was like kind of keeping an eye out, seeing if I could see someone like looks like Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm, yeah, I don't think it's him, but I don't know who it's gonna be. Yeah, me neither. I don't know what to think about this movie. I don't even know what it's really about because, like, I don't know what Dial Destiny, man. Dial and Destiny, yeah. I guess I seems like it's gonna be an event that took place earlier in his life that we either know about or heard about in a previous movie, like through um, the lore. Uh, so you think it's going to be before Crystal Skull? So I think the events of the movie will take place after Crystal Skull, but it will be in succession of an event that took place before uh, something coming back Raiders from the past. of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Maybe something happened earlier on in his life. I can see and that. And that's why they de-age him, mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, yeah, they're back from this event. Like maybe the whole first scene is like a flashback of some mm-hmm. event that took place in the 1930s or something. Yeah, and I, then the events of this movie take place in the 1960s. I'll just look it up to get the uh, general dates, plot, what dates or what, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure off the top of my head, um, I'm pretty sure it goes Temple of Doom, even though it's second. I think timeline wise, it comes before Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. 
I think I, I, I'm it's weird. Looking, yeah. Yeah. And then I think it's, uh, I think by the, and then the third, the, the Razor Lost Ark and Last Crusade are both dealing with Nazis. And I think it's World War Two mm-hmm. Nazis. Um, because Last Crusade, Hitler's in it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he grabs a book from Indy and burns it or whatever. He, he's like looking for a book in Indy. No, he signs the fucking. Yeah, the autographs in these. I had seen these movies forever. Like I'm gonna have to rewatch them before number five comes mm-hmm. out. But there's also flash forward, a flashback. I mean, a flash forward flashback in Last Crusade of young Indy played by River Phoenix. Oh, and that was like 1918 or something like that. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, you have to rewatch these movies. Like I, I literally probably haven't seen them for ten years plus. Yeah. Let's see here. So, 1912 is when the River Phoenix flashback was. Okay. Um, Temple of Doom's 1935. Okay. Lo- Raiders of Lost Ark's 36, so I nailed that one. Okay. Uh, Last Crusade's 38. Then Crystal Skull's 57. Okay. So, I like I- I'd imagine this one's going to be like 60-something. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully it's good. It's good. It's a good. I, I think it, uh, this trailer looked very in the end, Jones. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah, I like that scene where like everybody's like pointing their weapons at Indy, and he just like has the whip, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm not classed here," and he just ducks. Uh, that, that <laughs> that's very Indiana yeah. Jones. One of my all-time favorite. Since we're talking about Indiana Jones, my all-time favorite like uh, unscripted moments guy. is whenever the sword guy he shoots him, mm-hmm. and it's just because Indiana Jones is very sick. No, Harrison <laughs> Ford is very sick. Yeah, he just, and he just didn't feel like doing a whole fight scene because it's gonna be a sword fight. Ah, uh, okay. And he was too sick to film, so he's like, kind of shoot the guy. <laughs> and so that that whole like shoot the gun thing was that's just, great. Just because he didn't feel like filming it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's all I have for movies, though. Anything you want to plug in? Yeah, this might be annoying, but I have two quick uh, MCU theory update okay. things. First, random theory that I was thinking of. This is not a video. I thought of this randomly. What if they MCU introduces adamantium as like the US trying to recreate vibranium? Wait, what's adamantium? Is that Wolverine? Yeah. So mm. that's like the other strongest mineral in the world in the comics. Yeah. It's like vibranium and adamantium are both like equal level strong. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, what if like in Wakanda Forever, because you know how the CIA and stuff with uh Everett Ross showed up to the bridge scene in Boston after that fight. Yeah. What if they find like some vibranium on the bridge, they take it to their labs and they start working on like finding like another way to get around it. And then the MCU, like the next time, you, like maybe in Ironheart, they say like you find out the U.S. government developed a thing called adamantium. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that's not bad. That, that, that's just a little minor theory. I was I thinking of because mm-hmm. people were t- I was watching a video where they talked about adamantium. I was like, I wonder how they're going to bring it into the MCU. Um, but his other one is, so it's an apparent leak that happened before the movie. Mm-hmm. Before Wakanda Forever came out, uh, there was a leak from this one source that has that's nailed a lot of stuff in the past, um, kind of throwing some big plot points out. Yeah. And they hit on every single one except for one. Okay. And it was that Doctor Doom was going to be the second after credit scene. Oh. Okay. And it was going to be the, uh, the professor of Riri Williams that was... Um, uh, talked about the, in school. Remember, mm-hmm. remember, like the one doc, uh, the one professor said, 
She said that she made the detector for a class for a professor in metal class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that professor gave it to the CIA or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this after credit scene would have had Lake Bell, the actress who played the scientist on the boat that they were killed in the beginning. Yeah. She's actually like a named actor. So mm-hmm. like she wasn't supposed to die in that scene. She's supposed to live. And at the end, she was going to call uh, the person who gave her the tracker and is going to flip the other side of the thing. And it was going to be Dr. Doom, mm. who's the professor. And the one guy's theory is, um, this one guy I heard theory is, well, if it's Sasha Baron Cohen, because he's going to be an Ironheart. Dude. And his, he's not named. A lot of people think he's going to be Mephisto. But, like, he We could, can't have Mephisto. I don't know about Mephisto and Ironheart. Does that even make sense? Like, that's, that's what a lot of people, whenever they casted Sasha Baron Cohen, they, th- they, everyone kept saying he's going to be Mephisto because I guess the villain that they're open about is a villain who's, like, half science, half magic. Oh, okay. But but Dr. Doom is also half science, half magic. Yeah, he's big into magic. So it's kind of like a... I could see Sasha Baron Cohen being either Mephisto or Dr. Doom, but this theory would... This did not say who was going to be Dr. Doom. It's just going to be Dr. Doom. Yeah. But what if it was supposed to be Sasha Baron Cohen? That'd be kind of crazy. That's that's all I got for that, but that'd be kind of crazy. Something to think about. Food for thought. Something to think about. All right. Let's take over TV. Um, only a few things here. First up, Rick and Morty's new episode. I don't even know what episode it was. Eight. Eight. Okay. Because I watched the first six. Gotcha. So episode eight. Um, there was, um, how do I just one, one sentence describing it. Rick goes to therapy. Really? Yeah. Finally. Yeah. That's nice. It was a good, it was a good episode though. I liked it. It was funny at times. Um, I only caught the end, so. Mm-hmm. And then... Next up, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but that 90s show dropped its teaser for their show. I'm assuming you got a chance to see that. I did. What are your thoughts? Uh, I know I, you weren't planning on watching it. Did that change at all? It did. Okay. okay. I am going to watch it because one thing I, I liked, which is not something I think if you asked me a while ago, I would say I liked I, you don't see any of the original cast except for Red and Kitty. Yeah. And that's where I think, cool, it's not going to be one of those Fuller House type situations. Mm-hmm. It's like, let's bring out all the old characters and different cameos. And I'm sure that's what it's going to be. But the fact that they were not relying on it in the trailer and more relying on like, hey, let's watch this like these funny scenes with these new characters. Yeah. yeah. Made me think like maybe the writing's going to be like the same level as the writing before. And True. It's, it's more or less just going to be Kitty and Red's granddaughter and her friends hanging out in the mm-hmm. basement. Because that's like what the teaser setting up. So there's a couple of things I'm curious about with it. Number one, what are they going to do with uh, Hyde? Just probably never mention him or say he's like in jail. I feel like, it's like, yeah, kind of literally is. Well, I think that, that sh- the ranch, the show with uh, Ashley Kutcher and him, yeah. when that all went on, they just kind of like wrote him out off screen. Okay. So that's probably what they're yeah. going to do here. Um, They'll probably be like, I haven't heard from Hyde since he did and said something outrageous. <laughs> Since he sexually assaulted women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just like look at the camera like <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. I, I He was my favorite character on the show. He, I he's I've I love that show too much where I it's I can't pick my favorite character because they're all my favorite characters at different points. Mm-hmm. But if I actually had to pick I think Kelsey's one of my fa- the funniest yeah. sitcom characters of all time. Yeah, that's true. 
but I love Hod too. Mm-hmm. I love Eric because I feel like I identify with Eric most because I, he's a Star Wars nerd. Yeah, and yeah. Fez is also hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, so I feel like obviously they're going to encounter drugs at some point. In the teaser, they have them smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're in the circle. So I'm thinking, oh, what's in this box? And then boom, a brown bag. And they open it up, green light shines in the face, just oh, like in that like, 70s yeah. show. Yeah. It's going to be I an Air's Candyland box. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, let's play Candyland. It's like, boom. <laughs> yeah. That'd and be funny. That, I could see that. And if they do that, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I it, what if you if you it happens exactly what you described, the green light, everything like that, mm-hmm. like I'm all in. That's the shit that made me like that. Yeah, show. I could I could see it being good. Not great, but good. I think it's gonna be better than some reboots. Will it be better than the last season of that seventy show? The last season of that seventy show is rough. Yeah. Except for the last episode. Yeah, except for the, the last, last episode. two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's like one, two. Yeah. It's like a part one, part two. Yeah. Yeah, do you think it's better or worse? Way better. Okay. It's be hard not to be. True. 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 Seasons one through seven of it's all I mean. What, what if uh season one through seven of that same What if Randy like, comes back for a cameo? Do you stop watching immediately? Partially, yes, but partially <laughs> if they bring him back, well, that'd be funny if they do it in like a joking manner. <laughs> if Randy comes back, I'll be so pissed. Wait, Tommy Chong's not dead, is he? No. Get him back. Yeah, there's like a rumor. He should be like a regular cameo. Like how ready Kitty are. Yeah, but like not as like not like in every episode. How he was in the beginning of the show. Yeah. Like every three episodes, you'd get a Leo episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like one of them works at the photo hut. (laughs) That'd be funny. Yeah. 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 That'd be that'd be perfect. Dude, I that's a show is my favorite show. It makes me want to rewatch that 70s show. So I always think that. And then every time I'm about to start rewatching that 70s show again. I just remember that I've watched it 12, 13 <laughs> times all the way through. So it's to the point where I start watching it, then I just start like doing the lines with the show. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Like, I haven't watched it maybe in six, seven years. Yeah. If you ask me a question, like a trivia question about that Sunday show, I'll nail it. I think it's one of those shows I watched like at the perfect time. Like, I was the target demographic. Yeah. Of that 70s show when I watched it. When like, did you watch it? Like, right late high school. Yeah, it's kind of. You're three years older than me. Yeah, it's probably around the same time I started watching. Because mm-hmm. I, no, I was like in grade school actually. I was like sixth, fifth grade when I started watching because it was like one Thanksgiving they had a thing, they had a Thanksgiving marathon that seventy show, mm-hmm. and it was just on. So I was just sitting there watching it, and I was laughing and stuff. And then my parents, like one by one, the rest of my family sat down and started watching the next episode, next episode. Yeah, and it's my parents. They are my parents' age. Gotcha. Those okay. characters. Mm. So they like it because of that. But me and Rob were the first two watching it. And we were like, dude, this show's just hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. my parents are like, it's now it became like a whole family thing. That's like our favorite show. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So we'll, we'll probably check that out when it drops. I'll probably watch it. I think it's coming out January. It is. January 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, then the only other thing I have for TV is the Disney announced that Mandalorian Season 3 is going to be airing March 1st. Yeah. So Mando Madness. Cannot wait. That's me exciting few weeks. Yeah, because we'll have Ant Man, Super Bowl, Ant Man. Well, that's ninety show. That ninety Super, show, Super, Super Bowl, Ant Man, Cocaine Bear, <laughs> Mandalorian Bear. season three, Mandalorian season three, and then not far after Guardians three. Yeah, so four twenty in between that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, 
That's all I got for TV, unless you have something to toss in. Mm-mm. All right. Well, let's wrap it all up with Jams of the Week. Uh, not much this week. I only had a couple. Um, I got a little EDM song in there. It's a nice bop of e- an EDM song. Stay a little longer. Nicky Romero, Dub Vision, Philip Strand. But the Jam of the Week, I'm going to give it to Avril Lavigne. Back again. Mercury and Retrograde. So all those, all you girls listening, break out your gemstones because Avril's back with the astrology song i guess hell yeah brother <laughs> it's actually like not bad though hell yeah brother like, it was like almost classic avril sing so. uh no please no we'll not do that please copyright i don't think it counts if you sing it <laughs> i think i think, care, I think covers are allowed <laughs> under copyright law yeah, i don't know but i'm not doing it sing skater boy I don't know the lyrics. So I never knew Skater Boy was spelled the way it was spelled. S K A. For a long, yeah. And then B O I. Yeah. I never knew it was spelled that way for like the longest time. That's sweet. Isn't until it? I was trying to like illegally download the song and I was like, why can't I find this? And then I like looked it up and it was like, oh, it's spelled like this. It's spelled the total Skater Way. S K A. Mm hmm. Stefan Diggs had it as a big boy catch. Flag holding callback on defense. Mm. All right. <laughs> with that, let's take it away with the closing <laughs> statements. Uh, good times. Good times. Um, Kent's Brothers Painting, 412 784 1577. Give them a call. Thank you for a Lear Lifetime sponsorship um, <laughs> for $10. <laughs> for 10 bucks. <laughs> Listen, that's all it takes to advertise with us. If you have a business mm-hmm. you want to jump on the mid the mid pod ad advertising, you can just toss us ten bucks. Or covered. if you just want to have us say something within reason for ten bucks, we'll do it. Yeah, like a cameo, but like during pod. Mm-hmm. We should yeah. just start a cameo. No, <laughs> nobody. Mm-hmm. Our friends are just like paying us money to say it's a talking dirty podcast. <laughs> um, but all right, yeah. Uh, thanks to everyone listens. Uh, definitely pass it on. And two chains line of the week: pussy on fingertips. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna kiss them lips. <laughs> so raunchy. That is raunchy. That was an aggressive, aggressive. Mm. <laughs> it's one capital and one lowercase. So I'm assuming that's mm. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Peace out. I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then
matter where you go, even a stone's throw, the things you learn's are always showing. Oh baby, I think I know why you aren't left behind. These things are contradicting. I know somewhere that I will pass you by with a sunset in the sky. Do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beat, beat, beat. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then.